BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You're listening to the Zinger Nation Power Hour, where we give you the rundown on the hottest trades and stock ideas. For the best experience and most up-to-date information, tune in live on the Benzinga YouTube channel weekdays at noon. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Happy Tuesday. Yep, that's right. It's Tuesday already. We just went right through Monday. We didn't get to trade. Uh, fun fact, traffic on Benzinga.com yesterday was only down 29% versus an average Monday, which means that people are ready to, for today. We are ready to get trading, ready to get back in the markets. Let's go. First things first, I have a couple of housekeeping items. Um, I, I may officially be an anti-masker for, for the first time. I got a haircut yesterday, and the lady nicked my ear like right where your mask strap goes. It's very painful to wear a mask. So public service announcement, if you're getting a haircut, be careful that, that you don't get your ear nicked. Because, yeah, it's right where my mask strap sits. But all right, guys, I'm going to start today the way that I start every single day. Uh, which is what the the point of the show, guys. If we're not delivering on the point of the show, tell us. We want this to be the best trade idea resource out there. That's what we're going for. It's, it's an hour, sometimes even two hours of just straight trade ideas. I pitched some stocks last Friday. We're going to check in how, on how those are going. Um, but again, if we're not delivering, tell us. Ideas not just coming from myself, not just coming from Jason, but coming out of Zinger Nation. That's all of you out there in the chat hanging out with us. Uh, we've got a ton of stocks, a ton of new tickers to talk about today and updates on, on some old tickers. We, we're bringing three guests. That's right. Three guests in today. Uh, we're we're going to be talking options. Uh, we're going to be talking social sentiment. We're going to be talking some swing trading. Oh, shit. Wrong. Four guests, 1210, 1231, 1:30 Eastern. Boom. That's how we're doing it. Sound effects for that one. There's our first air horn of the day. If, if you guys like the, the soundboard, throw me the one in the chat. If not, throw me the two. J- just for clarity, soundboard isn't going away, but I just want to check as to how the room's developing with it. I know that it was controversial up front. You know, we didn't have a whole ton of soundboard lovers, but, you know, I, I didn't have it a couple days, and, and you know, pe- people were, were worried about it. So, all right, that, that's the deal. Let, let's just dive straight into it. We, we've got 10 minutes before we're bringing our first guest on of the day. Let's talk about some stocks. Guys, I'm going to share my screen, pull the live portfolio up here. I love when I get to do a stock pitch and then the shit plays out right away. So so yesterday I, I made the case for for uh, the online brokerages, right? Because, you know, you win in the markets and you have a competitive advantage. You have some information you can leverage. Okay, there we go. Yes, we got a lot of ones for the soundboard. Not everybody likes it, but okay. But more than most, ka-ching. Yeah, I got that. Um. But but I made a case for for the online brokerages because traffic on Benzinga.com has exploded. When COVID happened, our traffic rose by 50%. 
when GME happened, uh, traffic rose by 400%. Clicks to online brokerages, the exact same thing. We can track from our site how many people are clicking from Benzinga to their online brokerage accounts. COVID happened, 50% increase. GME happens, 400% increase. And not just for like a day or two days. It's sustained that way for three weeks straight. It's crazy. So I pitched the online brokerage stocks. I said, this is the, the best pitch that I think I'm going to make, the strongest case I'm ever going to make. Um, and check it out. Tiger was one of the four I pitched, up 17% right away. Schwab, I pitched, up 5% right away. Interactive Brokers, up 4%. And then IG Group, somewhere on this list, it's pink sheet, so it doesn't quote as much. That one's up about 5% too. So right away, we got some ROI on that pitch. And I, I did say that this is a, a longer-term pitch, right? We're, we're hanging out on these ones for a while. We What, what we want to see to make this trade work out uh, is analysts revising their estimates upward. Right. So so as of right now, analysts have only increased their revenue estimates by eight percent on these stocks. I think it's to be way bigger than that. The account numbers are going to be insane. So when we see the analysts start to raise estimates, the earnings forecasts are going to go up. That's when the stock prices should follow. So, yes, we're getting like some some immediate play out right away on these stocks. Um, but but that's not the big catalyst we're, we're going for. We, we are rolling. And of course, you know, we're, this is the trade idea show. Right. I ask every single guest that we bring on for their ideas. Let's go to TRCH. I can't do it in my live brokerage account because I'm not in it. Unfortunately, where's my sad sound? Yeah, there we go. All right. Torchlight Energy, TRCH. Guys, I'm throwing this one out here in the chat. If you got into Torchlight, hit the one. If you did not get into the stock, hit the two. Um, and and we'll, we'll talk about where it's at, what happened, where it's at now, and, and what's coming. But all right, ch- check this out for, for Torchlight. I have a two-day chart up here at 12.30 on Friday. That's where my mouse is. I'll, I'll even zoom the screen a little more. Hold on. Hold on. TRCH is the stock. Somebody in the, the chat, throw that out for everybody who missed us. You know, you can't afford to miss this show. You literally can't afford it. Um, just check this out. 12.30. Uh, uh, we, we, we had my boys on from Atlas Group. We, we had Hugh and Dan on. Hugh made the case for Torchlight Energy, ticker TRCH. Oh, I love all those ones. All right, if, if you guys smash the one on that one, you've got to like, subscribe, and you have to share the stream. It was, you literally could not afford to miss this one. He made the case for Torchlight Energy. Stock was $2.40. I'm, I'm sure you all got in there around there. Uh, by the time that after-hours trading was done on Friday, the, the stock was, what was it? Let's, I mean, let's look at it. Stock was $3.30, so almost a buck, 45% run. Today, the thing is running up another dollar. So so let's do some quick math. 420, 4.2 minus 2.4, divided by 2.4, 75% run. See, I was excited about my Tiger that I pitched. Tiger's up 17%. His stock up 75%. That's why these guys are always a favorite of the chat. Um, here, here, here's what to watch out for in this stock, right? I knew yesterday, or, or I knew on Sunday even, right? But, but before we had our day off yesterday, that, that Torchlight was going to run. And you guys should have known it too. Hugh has been the catalyst in the stock. He's been getting the info out there. Uh, the, the market's been absorbing it and, and, and moving the stock with him. Um, he said on our show, so he pitched the stock. We, we got a nice green, some green candles. Uh, but but he, he said, and he made it clear, I may drop in the next round of due diligence on this company on Sunday. He did in his podcast, Penny's Going In Raw. Check that one out. Benzing is a sponsor of it. Um, but but he dropped in his due diligence for the stock on Sunday evening, um, and and that's how I knew. Okay, this thing when when he said that the thing was going to run, 
I, I didn't get into it, unfortunately. I would have if I wasn't, you know, running the show and having to do the screen share and, of course, all the sound effects. Yep. We need the sound effects. Um, but 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 there it is, guys. If if you want to be in front of this one, follow Hugh on Twitter. Hugh, Hugh Henny is his name. Um, he's the one that's been putting all the all the intel out there. Again, TRCH is the stock. Uh, I've seen a lot of positive social chatter on this one recently. Um, you know, it looks like like some of the running that happened this morning has died back a little bit. You know, I if I were not in this one yet and already trying to get into there, um, I, I would wait for a little bit more energy to come into the names, see it start to break out to some of those all time highs, and then hop on for the trade. Um, but but that that's the deal there. So so hang out in TRCH and follow Hugh on Twitter. When when he gives updates that he's going to have more due diligence, more research on the company coming out. That that's definitely bullish for it for the stock. Um, and, and, you know, don't miss it again. You literally can't afford to miss this show after runs like that. Uh, let, let's talk about Pershing square for a minute here too. Still having, having a decently solid day. Uh, you know, stock was up to 34. We've been in this one for a little while now. Again, th- this is my favorite SPAC play out of all of them. P S T H it's Bill Ackman's SPAC. Uh, the reason why I like it is I followed Ackman as a hedge fund manager and activist hedge fund manager for quite a long time. I know that he's not going to do any sort of BS deal, right? Because whenever he buys a stock, even he's getting involved in the stock, right? He he's going to he's shaking up the board, he's selling off assets, he's you know causing the 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 companies to restructure, etc. So so we're hanging out in this one. I saw somebody dropped in the chat, so I just want to throw an update there. Still long the stock, not trading in and out of it. We do have a little bit of energy going back into spacs this week. I did trim last week. Um, you know, if we start to get a SPAC rally back, then we'll load up on some SPACs and get going back into them. Uh, but PSTH saw someone drop it in. I, we do own this one in the live portfolio. So there's your quick little update there. But guys, it is time to bring on our first guest of the day, Rob Roy, an old favorite of the stream. Rob, we, we see you. What's up, man? Happy Tuesday. Hey, Luke. How you doing, man? Happy Tuesday. How's everything? Good. I mean... I don't know how much you can see behind me, but we are in like a polar vortex here, like the rest of the country. I don't know. Can you see behind me? A, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, we uh, we got hit last week. Uh, we get it again. Six more inches coming up on Thursday. So it's another reason to be in the house and, and trading from home, not having to slush my way around and try to drive to a job, man. Just not worth it. Yeah, like me. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. What, what are you looking at today? What, what's interesting to you, et cetera? So we had a three-day weekend. So a yep. lot of my covered call trades that I tend to do happen on Friday versus Monday. I did one this morning. I did play. I sold a naked put on play. Uh, took in about a buck and a half on it early this morning. It's dropped quite a bit, which is nice for at this point, but uh, if I want to buy it back. But I did a bunch of them on Friday because, remember, Guys, for those of you that trade options, right? And look, you you do some options trades. You've got yep. Fader to deal with. Well, we have one extra day of Fader in there that we give up or, or take advantage of, I should say. So we did Momo on Friday. We did um, FCX. And we did C's, S-E-A-S. All three of those on Friday, either sold naked puts or uh, sold some covered calls on them to pick up some really nice premium on them. Okay. And, 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 uh, can, can you talk a little bit about the mechanism of selling puts? What, what, it's something that I do quite a bit. We get a lot of questions on it, but can you talk a little bit about, about the mechanism of it, why you're doing it, what sort of risk you're taking on when you sell a put, et cetera. Sure. So let me go ahead and just move my option chain over to a different screen. And I'm just going to go ahead and share my screen. If you're good with that. Yep, please. 
Let me find which one it is. That's uh, always the hardest part with these trading setups. We have too many damage with six monitors, man. It's just it, it, exactly. All right, there it? we go. I see it. Yep. Okay. All right, we've got it up there. Ooh, I don't know why it's flickering. It's not on this end. We'll we'll we'll, we'll deal with it. Okay. So on this one here, as an example, this is play. Right? Is the ticker symbol P L A Y? Right. What are we looking for? On the right side, we've got our puts. I'm always selling front week. I don't sell puts on any position that is not a weekly option. So that cuts you down to just about 500 stocks that you could sell naked puts on. I do the same for covered calls. If it's going to take me, if I've got to be in the trade for 12 days, 20 days, a full month, it's too long for me. So what I'm looking for primarily is if I were looking to sell right now on play, they're trading at 36.92 and they're down about a buck for the day. I'm looking over here at my delta column, and I want to find closest to that 20 delta. So right now, I can sell the $35 put for, if we go at mid-price, which is normally where I try to go first, it's 27 cents. So instead of me buying the stock at 36.94, I'm giving someone the right to force me to put the stock to me at $35 a share. And for that right, they're paying me 27 cents a share to do it. Yep. So, 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 so you're selling the $35 strike. You're getting paid $27 or sorry, 27 cents per share right away. And, and then if, if the stock price goes below 35, you're buying shares for 35. If it stays above that $35 strike, you just get to keep that 27 cents cash in your account and move on to the next trade. Exactly. So the whole idea is to sell the premium. It's going to be on a stock that I don't mind owning. I don't mind owning play. I have some now. I don't mind adding a little more to the position. But right now, I could buy it at almost $37 today. If I have to buy it, I'm going to buy it at 30, 34, call it 75, about 34, 75, 73, something like that. Okay. So I'm buying it, they're paying me 27 cents and I'm buying it for $1.20 less than it's trading at right now. Okay. How bad of a deal can that be? Exactly. And, and and how do you pick your time horizon? When you're selling puts, how far out do you typically go? One week. Okay. Maximum for me is a week. I never sell anything that's front week with the exception of I'm selling spy. I'm selling front day with the, they have three different strikes or three different expirations rather on SPYs. Other than that, it's always front week. I don't want to be obligated in a long time. When, when you trade options, folks, for those of you that don't, you want to buy options for as much time as you can afford to buy. And you want to sell them for as little time as you have to be in that position. Obligation, a little bit of time, rights, as much time as I can afford. Okay. And, and, and are you picking stocks to do this with that you're okay owning for, for a longer time horizon? Or, or how do you pick which symbols? Yeah. So I have a, a filter that I go through. There's a program that we have. We talked a little bit about Jason and I last week uh, called Cover Call Explorer. And I actually go through and, and find candidates for my students every week. Uh, and here, actually... Let me see if I can move this over. If you guys want to see here, this is our place for this week, guys. Check this out. So these are our trades for this week. Here's the symbols that we're looking at for this week. You can see this one out for today's date, right? Yep. Here's today's date, American Airline. I am. I already own some, but I am huge on airlines right now. I think American Airlines, Delta Airlines, I think they're good companies for the recovery coming out of COVID. I've been trading them for a while. Uh, the cruise lines like Carnival and um, Royal, I think it's a little bit early on Carnival just yet. 
I don't know if they're ready. I don't know if people are going to be spending enough money. I think the airlines can react a lot quicker than the, the, the cruise lines can right now. But when you're looking you know, at our at American Airlines as an example, the stock was trading at 1732. I give you an entry rule. So I need a small move to the upside. So just give me a little bit of a move up and we could consider taking that trade. Expiration is today, uh, Friday, this week, 219. And we're selling the $18 call. So we're giving somebody now the right to take the stock away from us at $18 a share. We're paying $17.32 and they're going to pay us 20 cents, right? Our cost basis means you need $17.12 per share times 100. You have to do options in 100 share increments. And we're getting a 1.15% rate of return for the week, which is 4.62% for the month. It isn't a great rate of return, but if you're able to generate 4.5% a week on your premium, guys, you do this two weeks in a row and you've made what the normal S&P 500 does for an entire year. Uh, and then you look at companies like Abercrombie, who's paying 5%. AEO is paying almost 7% for a month, right? Then you've got uh, RAD, R-A-D, which is right here, is at 14% for the month. I mean, phenomenal, phenomenal numbers in there. Okay. And, and, and Rob, I made you explain the mechanism of selling puts. You just brought up selling calls. Uh, do, do you mind taking us through that transaction as well? The covered call one, you mean? Yep. Absolutely. So if we go back to the option chain that I had up here, if I was looking at play as an example, the stock is trading at 36.95, right? I'm going to look for an option with a delta of about 40. So I'm going to go with the $35 strike. I'm going to come over here and I'm going to click on buy. Actually, not what I wanted to do. I need to right click on it. Let's go to buy. And let's go to covered or married stock. So we're going to buy and let's make this easy and just do 100 shares. So it's easier to understand, right? We would buy 100 shares of stock and sell one contract of the $38 call. If we're doing it this at the mid price, which I always go after the mid price, we're looking at 36.39 would be our cost to enter into this trade. And what are we doing? We're giving some of the right to take the stock away at 38 while it's trading at 37, we'll call it. And for that right, we're getting paid something. Because I'm doing this as a married position, the call and the stock, I'm able to negotiate both the bid-ask spread on the stock and the bid-ask spread on the option at the same time. Market makers tend to like it better that way as well because they're doing two transactions at once in there. But I get a better deal by negotiating it that way. So okay. all I'm trying to do is say, can I find a stock that I think is going to stay, down, stay the same, go down a little bit, go up a little bit, and the worst thing that happens is it takes off. If it skyrockets like a GameStop, then I'm giving the stock away. If this runs to 200, I'm giving it away at 38 bucks. Nothing I can do. Yep. And and so so and and what did you say was the the cost of these calls? So this call right here, if you were running this out, guys, you can run this out for about 50 cents a week. Okay. So so if you own play 100 shares, you can run it out for about $200 a month instead of just holding it and waiting for the price to rise. Go ahead and start selling the covered calls. Okay, so 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 to recap, you're you're buying the stock. So again, we're using Dave and Buster's as the example here. So you're buying the stock for thirty six dollars uh, and ninety two cents, and then you're selling the calls, the thirty eight dollars strike calls. So so about you know a little more than a dollar above where the stock is now, and when you do that, you're you're collecting fifty cents a share straight into your account. 
if the stock goes down or hangs out, you keep the stock, you keep your 50 cents, you go on to the next thing. If the stock rips higher, let's say it gets up to 40 bucks, then you know you still get your 50 cents and you're selling the stock for 38. Correct. So and and don't the one thing to remember, folks, is just because it gets to 38 today, that doesn't mean you lose your stock. Normally they will not exercise, take that stock away from you until the last day, which is Friday's expiration, because whatever time value is in there, if someone exercises, they give up the time value. And Luke, what I did is I put a um, I put together this weekend because I knew Jason and I talked a lot about these last week. I did a video about 20, 25 minutes on covered calls, how to pick them, how to trade them, all that good stuff. Just the link. I think it's in the chat box. I think it was pinned, supposed to be pinned to the, the chat there. Or it's in the link somewhere. But um, and I got someone in here as well. If you guys could drop that in, that would be yep. great. But if you guys go and click on that link, guys, it's a free video. And then this covered call explorer that I brought in here. This here, guys, I'm giving you, if you want, there's a two-week trial to this, right? There's no cost. There's no charge. There's no anything. It's a two-week trial. Come in and check it out. See if you think it's worth it for you. You got covered calls, naked, put, naked puts, and Starbucks proved to be a phenomenal diagonal last week. So I'm very excited for, for that one. I, we took that one on Friday as well. There we go. And producer Aaron, can you make sure we get that video in there pinned, spam the chat with it, throw it in the chat 20 times because we get so many questions about selling options. Uh, I'll promise you guys I'll do a couple of live trades this week too. I, I've got a couple of candidates that I'm looking at now, so, so we'll keep those going throughout the week. Um, but yeah, let, let's get that video in there. That, that's what that's what we all need. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it's a great strategy, guys. Look, I do it in my retirement account. It's great there because remember, we talked about it last week if you were in the show. If you own a stock and you write a covered call and you're doing it in a non-retirement account, you put that stock on hold for its short-term capital gains versus long-term if you have an encumbered. If you encumber the stock, you, you halt the long-term capital gains kicking in. So if you own it a year and every single month you wrote covered calls, you really don't own it at all. It's a short-term capital gain if you had to sell that stock. In retirement account, I don't deal with that. Yep. All right. I like it. Rob, anything else we should talk about? Yeah, so the GameStop is done, guys. I don't know if you've seen it, but we talked about it last week. When I say done, I'm talking about naked puts. Remember, we were looking for that high flyer last week. GameStop, I was selling naked puts at uh, 50, 60, 70 cents last week. And if you look right now, if we go over to GameStop and pull that one up, let's see. If we're looking at naked puts, we want to find a 20 delta. I have. And a, why do you choose the 20 Delta? Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, Delta Delta is a Delta is a calculator that tells us our percentage of chance of being right or wrong in the trade. If we're selling a 20 Delta, we have a 20% chance of being wrong in that trade. Mm -hmm. Right. So we it gives me enough odds that the majority of the time I am going to be right. Understanding you may have to buy the stock at some point. Yep. Right. So right now the stock is trading at 49 and a half. Last week I was selling the 20s. And I was able to pick up 50, 60, uh, 70 cents for one contract. And the 20s right now are worth seven cents, five by seven. There's no premium left in them whatsoever. So, and having to, with the risk that's going on here with where GameStop came from, and it could easily go back to 20, I surely do not want to go look for a 20 Delta and sell the 43. I'm so close to where we are. We could easily blow through that 43. And if we do, I really don't want to have to buy GameStop at 43 bucks. So 
keep your eyes on the hotels, keep your eyes on the cruise lines down the road. The airlines are now folks, I think that they can recover very quickly as you know, people get the injections, the government just secured more of the, the vaccine. If it starts working out and we still see numbers keep dropping, I think you'll see the airlines pick up quite a bit of business. Good money and covered calls on airlines. Awesome. And the thing that I always like to watch for airlines, guys, I'll, I'll, I'll do I'll do an update this week. Look at, I always have my notepad. I wrote on my notepad. I've got a purple pen today. The thing I wrote down is uh, we, I like to look at the TSA numbers. I, I love looking at, at the, the TSA. It publishes the number of people who go through the checkpoints every single day. Compares it to the previous year, so so we're still pre-COVID, I think. Yeah, we're still pre-COVID. Um, so so we can see how air travel is starting to ramp up from from pre-COVID. So so we'll do an update on that later this week too. Cool, awesome. Look forward to it. All right, Rob. Thanks for joining again, uh, producer Aaron. Drop that link in the chat for people to check out the video. Drop the link to to Rob's site. Wealth Builders. There's some great info there, and if you guys want to become better options traders, you should probably follow along. Don't, don't learn on your own. Let somebody teach you. Be guided and make some money, and, and we'll go from there. Guys, go watch the free video. I put it together for, for you guys particularly. After my talk with Jason last week, I'm going to go ahead and put that out there so you've got something to watch and learn how to do it. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Rob. Happy trading. All right. Take care, folks. You too. And stay warm. Yeah. You as well. Bye. Thanks. All right. All right, guys. There we have it. We, we did some options trading. I mean, I, I promised you guys some serious, serious guests today. Go ahead, smash it like if you're if you're doing any of that options trading. Um, so some other stocks to talk about here. I, I got Vuzi, SOS, NYT all out of the chat. I'm gonna get to those in a second here. Uh, other items that, that we've got coming up on the show. Uh, we are going to have a chat challenge. It's my favorite way to start every single week it's where zinger nation is going head to head to head to head to head to head to see who is the best trader out there who should we be listening to in the chat who can throw out the best stock picks so we are going to be doing that the winner is going to get a free benzinga pro account for a year i don't know if i'm even authorized to give it away for a year but i said it so that's what we're doing uh the chat challenge uh we're then gonna be talking social sentiment uh we actually have breathe carolina coming on the show hit musicians now into trading so they're going to be talking about, about some of the trades that they have and some of the stocks that they're looking at. Um, and, and I'm going to be doing crypto, too. We, we started a new crypto show last week with, with our, our crypto editor here at Benzinga. That's going to be at 2 o'clock Eastern. So so a ton of content to pack into there. But all right. For, first things first, let, let's talk about some of these stocks. Um, all right. Ticker SOS. I'm going to throw that one up. Let me get my screen share on here now. I need glasses. All right. All right. Digger SOS. The thing is ripping. Uh, it's It still has energy in it. I like this one. Uh, we, we, we had Mr. Ryan pitch this one on the show last week. The stock was four bucks. They did an offering. I was worried. I didn't buy it. Uh, stock has just kept on running. So let's go. Uh, if you're not in this one now, let's see it break out to highs. Let, let's get a little bit of energy and momentum on here. We're, we're sort of in that midday range where these stocks just go sideways. Let, let's watch this thing into the close. If it's hitting highs into the close, it might jump on the bandwagon and, and get in that one with the rest of you guys. Uh, and, and we're going to actually try to bring Ryan onto the show basically to repitch this one. If you missed it, I think it was last week on Tuesday was when he initially pitched it. I don't remember why he liked the stock. If anybody remembers why he likes the stock, throw it out there. Um but but there's the move on that one, SOS. Um, and, and then let's take a quick look at NYT as well, guys. Anybody who's been watching the show for a while knows that New York Times is my favorite stock to trade, and I'll show you why. Or, or I, I guess let's start with the theory, 
right? You you win in the markets when you have better info than anybody else, right? You have a competitive advantage. You think you have some reason to win. Ch- check this one out. Make the chart bigger, Luke. All right, I'll do it. Uh, but 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 check this out. I'm gonna go show you guys the Benzinga traffic. Little sneak peek. Don't tell Jason that I'm 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 sort of pulling the curtain back. All right, look at this. This is the number of people that we have reading articles on Benzinga.com every day. Look at how strong these numbers are the past couple of weeks, right? So, so, so this is a 30-day view, I believe, that we're looking at right here. No, it's a 60-day view somewhere around there. You see, okay, we have some good readership. We have some good traffic. And then all of a sudden, boom, it, it explodes. We're getting tons and tons of web traffic. All right, I, I've traded New York Times as a Benzinga.com traffic arbitrage probably a dozen times and never gotten it wrong. Our traffic is soaring, uh, especially this week, right? You, you've got all these people across the country locked in from snowstorms. Um, I, I think that it might be time to take another crack at New York Times. I'm not in the stock right now. We, we traded it right into the last earnings call. We made some money. Um, but, but based on what I've been seeing these past couple of weeks, I, I like the New York Times trade, the NYT. Uh, so, so we're going to be taking a look at that one. Throw it on your watch list. If you're not in it now, definitely a good time to consider it. I'll be doing some updates throughout the day, or, or sorry, throughout the week. Um, and, and that might be a new position that, that we're taking on, guys. But all right, I just did a little bit of a segue. Uh, you know, I said you win when you have better information than, than anybody else, right? You have some sort of competitive advantage in the market. So I want to use that as a, a plug to bring our next guest on to the stream. Landon Swan from Like Folio. Landon, what's up, man? Hey, Luke. How you doing? Good to be here, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And is it snowy where you are? I've got to do <laughs> yeah, the, the snow check. We got maybe uh, eight inches last night. Yep. And where are Kids you? Are loving it. We're in Louisville, Kentucky. All right. So even in Kentucky. Wow. Yep. Okay. Going head to head with Michigan on that one. I think we're somewhere around 10 inches or so. But yeah, all right. The, the whole nation's just getting dumped on. Great yeah. if you want oil. Um, all right, Landon, t- tell us a little bit about like Folio, what you guys do. Um, you know, how, how you source data, and then let's hop into some of these hot trends. Sure. So at Likefolio, what we're trying to do is discover shifts in consumer spending behavior. The way that we do that is we tie into social media. We're basically mining it for when people are talking about the brands and products that publicly traded companies own. So we collect those mentions, we analyze them for positive or negative sen- sentiment, and then most importantly, whether or not people are talking about spending money on those products. We track that over time and see where the trend takes us. And it's been extremely powerful. We've been uh, published. We've got data from uh, Georgetown University did a study on us. We've got hedge funds and quant funds that buy our data. So it's it's really strong stuff. And it makes sense because if you think about it, it's, it's basically like a real-time survey of 100 million people. And they're just telling you where they're spending their money. Okay. So, so Landon, you're, you're surveying 100 million people. But have you ever warmed up for a band before? <laughs> Not yet. Okay, well, you are right now. We've got Breathe Carolina coming on after you. It's like you and I are like the the warm up group, and, and then they'll mm-hmm. be coming on. Um, but but all right. So 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 you're looking at all the social data. You're you're getting a sense of of what people care about. You're spotting these waves, these trends. Well, what's something that that's jumped up recently that's been interesting to you? Sure. So let's take a look at uh, Planet Fitness. So this is a company they own gyms across the country. Um, and what's really interesting is if you look at the the stock chart, I think we can pull it up here. I believe I'm sharing my screen. You're not. Um, I can help. There it okay. is. All right. Perfect. We got it. All right. So we've got our data here. This is actually the Likefolio dashboard. And the green line is the 90 day moving average of people saying I'm signing up for a Planet Fitness membership in some way or another. Right. I mean, obviously, that's not the language they use, but we analyze it 
we've got uh, algorithms that figure that out. Look at how seasonal it is. It's extremely seasonal. It's all about that New Year's resolution, right? Everybody, January 1st, they decide they're going to lose the weight that they've been putting on over the holidays. And then, of course, it tails off. And then next uh, December, they make a new one and say, you know what, back back to it this time. And we're, uh, and you we're looking at like, like 10 years-ish of data here. Yes, and I, I zoomed out because I wanted you to be able to see exactly how seasonal this is. So the green line is that people talking about signing up for Planet Fitness. The gray line is the stock chart, um, just kind of for reference. Now, one thing I want you to notice is look at what this green line normally does around New Year's. It spikes every time, but look what it's doing right now. It's basically nothing. I mean, it, it is non-existent. If we actually go over to the fiscal quarter view, so you can see here. You can tell which ones are the Q1s, right? These are yep. this is when people are signing up. This is the Q1 right now. It's it's happening right now. Um, January 1st is when this quarter started. So this isn't the quarter that they're about to report. They're about to report Q4, which I think everyone knows is a big miss. I mean, it's it's been terrible to own a gym during COVID. Half the time yep. it's been shut down. The other half of the time, if you want to run on a treadmill, you got to have a mask on and people hate that. So nobody's going to the gyms, nobody's signing up. But, and I think that's kind of baked into the stock price or based into expectations anyway. Um, but when you look at Q1, because I think that when they get on this call, analysts are going to ask them, how are New Year's resolutions going? And we've got the ability to kind of see, project out and see where it's, where it's trending for. So you saw that line graph before and you can see why the current quarter's pace is about negative 60% year over year. So in other words, people are absolutely not signing up for new new memberships at Planet Fitness, according to our data. And with an earnings report out coming up soon and stock near all-time highs, uh, this this has a setup for a really strong bearish trade. Okay, I like that one. So 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 Planet Fitness, it's two days uh, that they're reporting after the close. So would that be, be Thursday? Um, and, and and like, how exactly are you extracting like, like these, this estimated sign up number? Like, are you looking at Twitter and seeing the number of people who are tweeting about, Hey, I'm at planet fitness right now, or, or how do you do it? Yeah, that's exactly right. So we actually have a partnership with Twitter where we receive the entire fire hose. And of course that's a ton of information. It's like 9,000 pieces of information per second. So we've got to find a way to filter that down and make sense of it. So we've built a, what we call a brand to company database where we know every brand and product owned by the companies we track and how people refer to those on social media. And so that's really the key is we can, Use that as a filter against Twitter and say, okay, how many people are talking about Planet Fitness? How many people are happy about it? How many people are unhappy? And then, of course, how many people are signing up? So what's interesting, we've got the uh, signups here. This is new, new memberships in Planet Fitness, and it's really, really struggling, obviously. But what's also interesting, if we go down to the happiness chart, you can see that it's been pretty steady. So green is wait, what's the, Yeah, wait, tell us what the happiness yeah. chart is. Green is happy mentions. Red is unhappy mentions. And then the purple line is the sort of uh, ratio between the two. So right before COVID, about 62% of people who mentioned Planet Fitness were happy in one way or the other. And that's been a pretty steady line for, throughout the history. But now, as you can see, starting in the middle of June, it's dipped down now around 50%. And that is a big move when it comes to like folio data. As you know, people on social media, they generally complain more than they don't. So having it around 60 is not bad for a gym, but having it drop 10 points is bad. So people are unhappy with the experience. And as we've seen, they're not signing up. Okay.
No, that's interesting. So somebody uh, put put a pretty interesting long thesis on the stock in the chat. Jer- Jared Hicks, he said, uh, Planet Fitness is going to gain market share with local gyms going out of business. I think that's sort of interesting. But but I might hit this bearish trade into earnings, right? If if they're they're getting asked about the the Q1 signups and they're going to be bad, uh, and then flip it the other way. I, I think that that sort of might be an interesting way to play the stock. Yeah, I, I think so. I think that the that point is really valid. I think it goes for gyms and restaurants. You're knocking out small businesses. Mom and, ch- mom and pop gyms and restaurants are getting knocked out. The big chains are going to take over market share in the long run. But if there's any expectation at all that people are getting back to gyms and working out and hitting that New Year's resolution, which is for a subscription business is really, really important. Uh, I think that they're going to be disappointed. I think analysts are going to be disappointed on that. That's a good point. So, 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 so they missed the mark on Q1 earnings, and that's their big catalyst to get people locked in for the next six, 12, 18 months, whatever. I mean, it's the rest of the year is going to have to be revised downward. It's not like just one, one quarter of bad earnings. Right, exactly. Now, it's what is I think 10, 15 bucks a month, and you can cancel anytime. So, there's a little more fluidity, I guess, with this gym membership than most. I don't think they lock you in, but, um, you know, if I'm an analyst, I'm definitely concerned that the, just the number of people excited about getting back to working out uh, is that low. And what's really interesting, so we track other trends as well. It's not just brands and products, but we look at what's what's happening as a just a consumer macro trend. And things like working out from home or working out with uh, a YouTube video or whatever, home, home uh, gym consultations and trainers, things like that, those are at all-time highs. Those are record-breaking right now. Everybody's jumping on that bandwagon. There's a reason behind, like, Peloton is doing so well. And so there's a big shift between from going to the gym to saying, you know what, I'm going to work out at home. And people have been buying a lot of workout equipment. And I think it's it may be a trend that sort of sticks. And obviously, that's going to be bad for gyms. Like, Can, can we look at Palantir? Can we look at that chart? Palantir. Uh, actually, we've got... Uh, let me bring oh, it. Why am I saying Peloton? I always do this. Peloton. Sorry, PTO yep. one. I Peloton. always freaking do that one. Sure. So this <laughs> this is the uh, so this is Peloton's chart, and you can see pretty strong trajectory. This is a three year chart. Right here is where excuse me. Right here is where the um, quarantine began. Monster run up in purchase intent, and of course the stock has followed tremendously. Now we, we've even got all-time highs on it as well. So not only did people buy a lot of bikes and download the app, but they've actually held on to that and continued. And so this is this is sort of the the Planet Fitness killer. It's not just biking, obviously, but uh, Peloton's got an app where you can do all kinds of different workouts. And um, I think that is this is the embodiment of the trend that's killing gyms and i think this is going to be a bad one for planet fitness yeah and if anybody's just joining we're, we're looking at social mentions over time all right so 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 landon he, he's got a software it basically looks at you know your twitter your instagram whatever and figures out how often are brands getting mentioned over time um but all right landon what 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 else should we look at what other trends stocks markets etc um you know I, I think that so planet fitness is my favorite one other one that i think is pretty interesting uh, Walmart is one that we've talked about a lot. I'm going to bring up the fiscal, the bars on this one. Um, they've done a a good job lately of really accelerating. I think that they've become a bit of a 
uh, Amazon killer in that if you think about Amazon's got about 110 distribution centers around the country. Um, Walmart, I believe, has four and a half thousand stores. So if you think of those stores as distribution centers instead, then uh, you can see why people are shifting over to companies like Walmart, Target, Best Buy. Uh, that's been a huge one because um, Amazon during the, the quarantine had all kinds of shipping delays. It used to be just 100% chance you'd get your item in two yep. days, right? Sometimes one day. Then it got out to five days, two weeks, and people were getting frustrated with that. And then they discovered that Walmart, uh, Best Buy, uh, Target had curbside pickup where you could just go drive down and pick it up in 30 minutes or next day delivery because they've got all these stores all over the country. So um, this is one that I think is a little bit more of a longer term play. And I think it's definitely going to take market share away from Amazon. All right. That, that that was a ballsy statement you just made. You said Walmart is the Amazon killer. I, I, I mean, I, I mean that, that's aggressive. Look, I, I don't I like think Amazon's going down, right? They're not no. going to be killed, but they're going to get they're going to lose market share um, because of just again, it's it's convenience and it's it's Walmart, it's Target, and it's Best Buy. It's all three of those because they're doing a fantastic job with uh, curbside pickup and local delivery, whereas Amazon is struggling because they just don't have the infrastructure. So forever it was. Uh, Walmart couldn't compete with Amazon because they didn't have the technology. And that was true. They tried again and again to launch their website and make it usable, and they kept failing. But once they got the technology down, which is probably the easy part, think about the infrastructure part. Now, all of a sudden, they've got stores everywhere. Treat those like distribution nodes, and uh, it's much easier to deliver quickly and keep people happy. Yeah, and, and I'm actually going to take that and give you guys an interesting replay. It's Agri Realty, ticker ADC, Alpha Delta Charlie. Um, and, and so, you know, like, like a lot of commercial and, and retail REIT has gotten hammered by COVID, obviously. The, the, the thing that sets Agri apart from a lot of the other REITs is, is that they, they focus on owning locations. Uh, like they own retail stores, right? Or, or like, the, like the physical presences, the crown that they're on. Um, but, they, but they focus their, their portfolio on, on owning stores that can compete in an omni-channel world, right? So it's not like they own malls or, or strip malls or anything along those lines. It's like they're, they're buying the the Home Depot property, right? And so that can be used for omni-channel, right? So so the, the land can be adapted. It's a standalone piece of property. You know, they, they can use it for delivery, right? Same day delivery, um, you know, buy online, pick up only. The, the parking lot can be transformed, uh, you know, for, for you to buy online, go just pick up the stuff and leave. Um, so, so if anybody wants an interesting real estate play, again, the stock is ADC compared to other REITs they're they're differentiated because they, they specifically own properties where uh, they, they basically retailers can set up to be omni-channel, not just purchase and store, but, but leverage those presences to, to do delivery, uh, you know, to, to do this buy online, to, to be able to adapt the property, to have more uh, trucking beds, et cetera. So, so interesting idea there. Very cool. Cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, Last one I want to show you before I hop off. Let's do it. Shopify. Um, they are, as far as we're concerned, they are turning things around. They're changing things. And how for, long is this chart that we have right now? So this one is actually just three years. Uh, and you can see it was on a nice trajectory. The purchase intent, again, green line is people talking about signing up for or using a company's products like Shopify. It was on a nice trajectory, upward trend until uh, March, April, May. Then it absolutely ran up as all kinds of uh, businesses started to get online. And I'll tell you, as an entrepreneur, the hardest thing when it, be, when it comes to starting a business is figuring out all the little pieces, right? You're good at making your widgets or whatever it is, but figuring out marketing, figuring out sales, getting the website, 
that is really difficult. And everyone five or 10 years ago was reinventing the wheels on their signup page and their customer experience with subscriptions and whatnot. A company like Shopify comes along and just changes it and makes it easy for everyone to sign up and have the best, you know, A-B tested everything. And they just get that done quickly for you. They take a small piece of the action and it's a no brainer for small businesses. So as companies went online over the last a year or so because of the quarantine, Shopify was the one that they turned to. And now normally what we see in a, a situation where there's a huge influx of customers because of a special event like the quarantine, you would expect that green line to sort of revert back to where it was before. Instead, it's holding these all-time highs, suggesting that this is more of an adoption and a behavior change than anything. So they have done a great job of getting new customers and then keeping them happy. Actually, I'll show you the happiness chart as well. Uh, look at this number here, 83%. I know we just talked about Planet Fitness down around 50%. This is how you keep customers and get new ones through referrals. Yeah, so Shopify great. is crushing it. And of course, and, and so, so, so you're saying that, that 80% of the social mentions about Shopify ticker SHOP uh, are positive. What's average or what's standard? Um, so normally we're seeing in the in the 70s range, right? Um, it really depends on industry. If you're talking airlines, 45 or 50 is good. If you're talking services like this, uh, I think 70 is pretty good or devices. I think the iPhone's around 70 or so. Uh, and so the fact that anybody that gets over 80 is very strong and 84 for Shopify is fantastic. Okay, wait, let's, can we look at uh, Comcast really quick? I want to see what the happiness rating is on Comcast. We, we don't it's cover CMC Comcast. Said. Damn no, it. Yeah, sorry. I, I bet it's extremely low. Uh, like eight percent. Yeah, there's some there's some frustrated people out there for sure, and that's that's another one. You know, one of the things that we saw. This is a side note, but uh, this is kind of cool. What we can discover with this social media data was the whole cord cutting movement for a while when Disney Plus was coming out and saying, you know, we're we're going to launch this service. All the analysts were wondering, are they taking market share away from Netflix? And what we discovered was that as people signed up for Disney Plus because they had the free trial through Verizon, um, they actually got on there. They weren't sure how to use it. So they went and they bought either a Roku TV or Roku device. Monster day for Roku is the biggest day for Roku in our history when Disney Plus launched. And, and, then, yeah. and then once they got into um, once they got their Roku device, they said, you know what? I, I didn't know there's all these other things I could sign up for. Um, and they actually signed up for Netflix as well. So Disney Plus launching was huge for Roku, huge for Netflix. So it's it's a kind of a win-win-win. They just lifted the everyone up. Okay. All right. This data is so fun. Like, it's really again, cool. if, if you just tune in, we're looking at social mentions, right? All, all the, the Twitter posts, Instagram, et cetera, of different brands. Do you, do you have any cruise lines on here? Uh, yeah, we do. All right. Let's see that one. Yeah, it's going to so look this... like a cliff, guys. I'm just going to give you a <laughs> Yeah, there so we this... go. This is people talking about maybe I wish I could go on a cruise. I want to. And then no chance. Right. I mean, if you look at what they're at, here's the year over year number, negative 50 percent, um, really, really struggling. It actually looks kind of similar to uh, an airline. So here's Delta. Um, and I'll zoom out a little bit. You can get a better idea of where they were. What, what are we? What time horizon is this now? So now we're on a five-year chart for Delta. Was was trending fairly well and has just since just fallen off a cliff. I mean, again, cut in half. I'm looking forward to getting things back to normal. We don't see it yet, obviously, in travel stocks, but uh, soon, hopefully. 
right. That the the Delta one sort of surprises me because on this show we we track the TSA check in numbers, and and I mean the travel in January was stronger than it was in December, despite all the, all the holidays that we had in December. So so the the airline one surprises me a little bit. Yeah, it's. Well, it's interesting because, you know, even even mentions are going down. So the third chart that I didn't pull up is just people talking about the airlines, uh, whether or not they're happy, unhappy uh, or moving or going on them. So um, it's really just about what people are talking about online. But um, I think that the strongest data that we've got is the ones that are extremely consumer facing. Uh, so companies like Planet Fitness that we talked about, Walmart, Shopify, these are all the um, ones that I absolutely love. So, you know. I must disclose, I've got puts on Planet Fitness. I know you guys like to disclose that kind of stuff. And we've put this yeah. out to our members at Folio, so just be aware of it. Yeah, okay. So so of all the ideas that you shared, again, guys, we're looking at the the, the social mentions. Uh, short Planet Fitness was my favorite one. Uh, if you're just tuning in, ba- basically the thesis is, uh, you know, Planet Fitness's biggest quarter every, every single year is the New Year's resolutioners, right? That's people joining a gym because they want to get in shape for the year. They, they, they quickly lose that motivation by January 15th. But regardless, it's, it's a big sales boom for, for Planet Fitness. Um, we did not see the social mentions this January like we did every single year. Companies reporting earnings after the close on Thursday. Uh, they are going to get asked about how is the, the start of the year? How's the New Year's rush uh, on that conference call? it's they, they're not gonna have good things to share per, per the data set i like that i'm gonna look for for a bearish play to get into pf maybe not short the stock maybe we will but but maybe we'll get puts for it so all right if you guys want to look at the the planet fitness trade come back tomorrow I'm, i'll have something queued up for that one awesome cool very cool all right man thanks for joining hey thanks a lot luke i appreciate it all right guys um it is time for our, our chat challenge, guys, let me just go ahead, share this document, because I'm sure that producer Aaron did not. He didn't, as expected, every week. All right, there we go. Yeah, set up. All right, I'm, I'm about to start spamming the chat with, with this document. This is our chat challenge, guys. This is where Zinger Nation is going head to head to head to head to head to head every single week. We're trying to figure out who is the best trader in the chat, who should we be listening to, who out there in Zinger Nation uh, has, has got the cuts, who, who can make the calls. We're doing something fun this week, guys. Again, in the chat, click on it. Uh, we're asking, what is the price of Bitcoin going to be at this time on Friday? That's the question. Right now, we're spinning right around that 50K mark. I think we got that crossover the 50K. We'll, we'll, we'll be doing crypto at 2 o'clock Eastern today. Uh, but the question is, what is the price of, of Bitcoin going to be? Please be courteous as you're filling this in. It looks like I didn't share it right. Can view. Okay, don't worry. Can edit. There we go, editor. All right, go. Do not delete other people's guesses. Do not write profanities in the thing. Just because I'm saying that, I know that everybody will. Go in this link. If you're already on it, refresh. I'm going to spam the chat with it a couple more times. Do not write profanities in the thing. Whoa. Jason, what's up, man? You're here. What's up? What's up? Okay, we can't hear him. But, but that's all right. We, we got the head, Bob. We'll take that. You can hear me. There we go. Okay. I'm just not talking yet. All right. Just, you, you know, just keep the head bobbing going. We'll, we'll get to the talking at some point. Yeah, hey, Jason, we, yeah, we have a jam-packed show today. I just got to say, celebration. Come on. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate. 
If you're listening to the show and you listened last week, you made more money today and Friday. You don't know what to do. So I say come down to Florida and come in the pool and celebration. Come on. Are you talking about TRCH? Hugh Henny pitched that one last week on the show, 240. Stock is now at $4.50. Hugh hanging out in the chat earlier today. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Move. I what missed that. That's better than that. I missed that. Did I you get Tiger? That. I pitched Tiger on Friday. 20% of Tiger today. Uh, shut up. I own Tiger. Okay. So, yo, hey, trust. If you're cringing for me, I'm cringing for myself as well, man. So we're in the same boat. What a freaking weirdo I am. I agree. But I missed Hugh Henney's amazing call on that one. I That was All when right, I Correcting us, he pitched at 240 is what it was at on our show. All right. All right, he's at 120. Okay, so well, that I had, I had Apple problems. Well, you know what I'm going crazy about, Lukey Dukey? What is that? I'm going crazy, Lukey Dukey. I'm sorry for calling you that right now. It's not appropriate. I'm no, going, I like that. It's a good name. I'm going crazy about KMPH. Viv told me to keep it, so I kept most of it. It's up another 19%. We bought it at 680. It's at 1110. Tiger, we bought at 10, uh, 25 to 36. Generec that I bought those call options way back when. Well, there's a big snowstorm I hear about. I'm in Florida, so I don't know. I don't I don't know. It's up 20 bucks. Why aren't we talking about the snow place? Why aren't we talking about the recoveries, the the Generex? Who's going to be the generators? What is that? Bill Bill is well, up. Well, that's why you're here. Uh, and then the AM, AMYZF is up 28%. The, the chat gave it to us. Voyager, AACQ, BTN. That was my pick of the year. BTN. JFU. Look at that one today. What's BTN doing? Bingo, bingo, BNGO, BTN is up uh, um, 4%. So, no, it's not a Hugh pick. It's not up 250%. I agree. But it's still a day that you need to to celebrate and you need to hope Mitch Hotch comes back with a trade because Mitch Hotch is getting killed in this contest right now. Yep. Can we get a peek out the window of Florida? Uh, Everybody's looking at Michigan. We've got 12 inches of snow. I I literally saw somebody snowshoeing. I swear to God, this is like some real Michigan shit. I saw somebody snowshoeing on my way to work today. I got you. Oh, that's overcast. All right, what do we have? Hold on. Okay. It's working. It's working. All right, it looks pretty nice. You know, I mean, I think it depends on like you know what, which uh, you know what sort of sport you guys are in. You know, if if you like snowshoeing snowmobiling i wrecked a snowmobile once we'll do that story in another day uh you know come visit me in michigan if you like swimming in the pool you like sunbathing you like playing tennis whatever it may be then, then i Riley! guess you... watch watch guys watch this watch this hold on well i'm gonna show you something pretty cool Don't, all right not to mute. i'm gonna mute myself for one now, second now okay? we're gonna get to our next cast what, what do you say what you say i got we got a new now stock we're gonna next cast. no wait one more one one sec what next guest is yeah it's riley hold on one sec okay Wait, you guys see them in the pool down there? You're on the show. Say hi. You see them? Hi. You see them down there? No, I mean, it's sort of tough to see them. I hear. I heard the hi. Yeah, that was Riley and her friends. And then this is Florida. There's some buildings. Do you guys know who Grant Cardone is? He is. 
you guys know who Grant Cardone is? Press one if you know who Grant Cardone is. His office is right there. I could go. They invited me to come meet there, but I, I, right now I'm not going. But You're not big time enough. You're having too much fun with us. I know. I passed on it. I don't, why would I want to go talk to Grant Cardone? I got Zinger Nation here. Talk to Grant well, maybe I should go talk to Grant Cardone. Maybe I will ping him and go talk to him. We'll, we'll see about that. Um, what about VUZI, Luke? Vuzi. What about SCKT? Jim Cramer likes SCKT. Check out SCKT. All right, there's Socket. Holy crap! Wait, wait. Is he? Is he? he I own this stock, dude. You do not own this one. Yeah, I do. It would have been the first on your list. You're you right. said you don't have any. You had any 250 percent plays. I don't have. But, but you have some 20 percent plays. If you guys own this one, it would have been on the list. Well, I'm buying it maybe today. I don't know. Wait, wait. What about EXPI? This guy's talking shit that my EXPI was wrong. Let's see what EXPI is doing. Who? Oh, EXPI is down 50 percent. It's a bad day. Wait, is that what I own? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got to make sure this is the one I own. Because if I, this is true, I'll be really sad right now. It's in a bad mood. Hold on. Wait, I don't know if it's, it's not actually, I don't think it's actually down 50%. Hold, Hold on. on. Hold on. This might be a stock split. This guy's freaking me out. EXPI uh, is not down at all. You must, whoever told me it was down, I'm going to the chat. That guy's blocked forever. That, um, I think it's a stock split. What the hell was this guy saying? Yeah, it's a split. Not Yoda in the chat. Shout out Zinger Nation, always keeping us in line. Yeah. Don't split. Psychotropic Thunder, you got to go jump in a lake or something. You freaked me out, man. Jeez Louise, what the heck was that? All right, guys. And, and, and just to close out the chat challenge for the week, again, we're asking what is the price of Bitcoin going to be at this time on Friday? Um, I, I just did, did some quick numbers for you. Median guess 51,000, so that's up about two percent from where we are now. Max guess 90,000, min guess 69 dollars. Somebody knows my favorite number out there and, and just threw that one as a guess. Uh, I'm guessing it's, it's going to be higher than that and, and lower than the 90, but but we'll see. So, so check in every day. We're going to be figuring out who's on top, guys. If you have not put your get your guess, I got it. I got to talk to the show, Luke. They, they've been all w waiting to hear what happened. All right. I know you have a guest coming up, but guys, flag football against the UMWCCO United, United Wholesale. We are up 13 points with six minutes to go. Our guy gets an interception. There's no flag thrown. I have it on video and I will show it to you guys. 15 seconds later, they said that my son went off sides or something and he was blitzing. We didn't. We should have been up 20 points. Even Ishbia said that we were, it was BS. Well, we lost in the last minute. Two crazy penalty calls. Well, hopefully we get them in the championship and we'll take it to them there. I expect all you guys to come to town to watch the championship. It's going to be brutal. Like this game is going to be brutal, but we lost by two points in the last minute on two crazy penalties. Okay. That's the story. Anyway, I told about the game last week, so I just wanted to update you guys. That's it. I mean, guys, I'm sad. It's I'm sad because we really should have won. And um, it's in Detroit. Yeah, I know. It's not Florida. It's in Detroit. Um, it was good. I mean, we lost. And, uh, um, whoa, I look terrible here. Let me elevate myself. I look like a scary monster. Whoa. If I was you guys, I would turn me off right now. Let me go higher. There we go. Comment, youth sports suck. What? <laughs> I don't, my favorite comment is youth sports suck. 
<laughs> I, I don't know what the story was. I walked away for a second to get my big water. Joe O'Connor came to the game, and then it was offsides. And then we get the guy down. We get the guy down, and we pulled his flag, and they called, up, they called it. We tackled him. I have it on video. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if the referees work at United Wholesale. I kind of think they did. If someone said that to me, I don't know if it's true. Um, yeah, Brian, it didn't feel like I learned. We are up 13 points with two, six minutes to go. Yeah, I'm. yes, Joseph, I know you're about to make fun of me, but listen, this team hasn't lost in four and a half years and ten seasons. We were poised to win. Well, they have lost, but they didn't have the ringer in. They should have lost. It was bullshit, and that's a story. That's a story. I'm going to ask for different refs next game. I hope – yeah, I'll put that on. I'll, I'll feature Joe some new hall, Luke, if you won't. Oh, yeah, you did it. Okay, good. Um, that's the story. Flag football. I'm pissed against Matt. Matt, and I like him. Hey, Luke, who is Tommy Breathe, the guy down there? Who is that? That's our next guest. I'm ready to roll. I've been, you know, just sitting here listening to the story patiently. Yeah. Um, Landon said that was fun. Thanks. Landon was good. I watched your episode. We were watching you downstairs, Luke. Okay, in the pool. Well, if oh, you want to watch guys. Guys, guys, it is raining in Florida harder than um, Luke 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 drops um, basketball slam dunks. Uh, look at it, guys. Can you see? I can see. No, no, it is. Look at that. I'm so glad I'm up here and didn't leave my computer down there. Wow. All right. Well, if I know anything about Florida, don't worry. You'll be back to the sun shortly. But all right, let, let, let's Luke, bring. Why aren't you here with Luke? Why aren't you here with me? I didn't get invited. You didn't tell me you were going. What are you <laughs> talking gone. about? I said we are going to Florida, and you should come so you can do work and not be bothered by everyone. Okay, well, I didn't know when you were going. Could have booked me a ticket. I would have gone. Getting out All right, of I'll book it for you. All right Luke, I'll book it for you tomorrow. You want to come? Yep, long D-A-L. I'm going to book it. All right. Luke is coming right. to Florida. Luke is coming to Florida. Woo. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's get bring on the guest. He looks a lot cooler than you, Luke. All right, Tommy. What's up, man? What You're up, dude? We're live on the Power Hour from LA. Do you have snow there? No, not even close. Do you have rain? Wait, Luke, 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 Luke. I got to do one thing. I got to do one thing, okay? Okay. Before Tommy goes on. And then, and then Tommy, you go on. Yeah, no you guys, we, tomorrow we have this hot segment, and I want you guys to see the preview to it. One second. You like that? I already played the video on accident, but yep. <laughs> All right. thought that was cool. All right. Tommy, 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 bring it to us. Bring yeah, you probably us. have you probably have the best audio of any guests that that we'll bring on. Is that I, well, I, I make I make like sounds for a living, so you would think that I'd have the best audio. What kind of sounds right. do you make, man? I see the billboards. Let's let's hear about this. Um, yeah, I make like uh, dance music. That's what those plaques are for. Oh, really? Yeah. Where the fuck have I been, dude? I don't know. In Florida, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Luke, All right, wait, so, so, so tell us a little bit about the music career and, the, and then how you make the pivot from, from that into trading. Yeah, um, so I've been, I've been doing music since like professionally since like 2010. And uh, 
we yeah we tour all around the world we're the number 63 djs in uh dj mag top 100 and then um the pandemic hit and we stopped touring and then i we started like trading just kind of like the entire world started trading and then we found like dan and hugh and just became like friends with them and then we got like super involved in like atlas and like that whole squad and then we started taking trading like more and more seriously and now it's pretty much like half our day is trading and then half our day is like music and we do the same we do like the same amount of both yeah let's talk about the music business for a little bit this is something i'm interested in so so i'd imagine that you know a lot of the money is made but you know by touring so like like how how has the industry pivoted how have you guys pivoted i see you doing a, a ton of live streams and, and doing releases virtually uh, i'm curious about that yeah like so i would say like 90 percent of like your real revenue comes from touring um so then when this happened we kind of just we did a deal with twitch um to be on twitch every single day and do like one big show a month on twitch um so we have like a, a nice little deal with them there and then we have like sponsors and brands that kind of help us out to do like instagram posts and things like that and then obviously there's the music royalty side but the music royalty side is almost like a bonus like when you get like a like a nice royalty check you're like oh i was not expecting this <laughs> at all this is this is cool great um, yeah so that's that's kind of it so during this whole time we've just been uh you know working on like merch and working on brand deals and things that could kind of fill the void of uh the touring yeah and i don't know if it's going to be this summer or, or next summer or whenever it's going to be. But whenever you guys get back to touring, I'm sure it's going to be off the hook. Like it's going to be unreal. Like never before. Yeah. I would imagine it's going to be insane. I mean, that's, I, I don't know, but like, I would, I would think that people have like a yearning to like go out. I do at least. All right. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> well, all right. We're, well, I'll help. We, we need to make sure that you get a show in Detroit. All right. Yeah. Otherwise I'm just going to be bumming or, or I'll fly and visit in LA. I don't know. Where do we play in Detroit? We play, uh, it's called electricity, I think, in Detroit. Yep. Yeah. Northern Michigan. No, yeah, oh, yeah. no, no, in, in Ann Arbor. That's where it is. Yeah, yeah. We play we play there a lot. So hopefully after this is done, we can uh we can come hang. All right, let's go. Air horns on that one. All the creations invited there. We're all going. Oh, everybody, yeah. Free show for everyone. So do you rap too at all? I wish, dude. I don't. Um Did you hear me singing earlier? Yeah, no, you have a, a beautiful voice. I was gonna say after this, we should hop in the chat and maybe get you on something maybe how about maybe get me off something <laughs> that's it my um my, you my level. while you do it you know you maybe can eat during the interviews just just not while you're saying was it was it sunny as hell and then two seconds later raining like crazy the biggest store i mean honestly the craziest thing i've ever seen like and now it's stopped raining i mean the craziest rains from my ever like i don't know i like i whatever um yeah someone told me last night luke they need Adderall when they talk to me because I talk so fast. Maybe you need less Adderall when you talk, you know, I, either way. Whatever. What's so, in that big gulp, Luke? What do you got? You know, yeah. I mean, we're, we're just day drinking, you know. <laughs> the thing is enormous. Man. I love that thing. You know, it helps me get my vibe like for the show. I feel like a wuss with this little guy right here. <laughs> All right. What's in yours? Just coffee. Okay. All right. Starting slow. Yeah. So what, yeah, yeah. You, so what are you trading these days? Your um. Your boys are here, by the way. Which boy? I don't know, Dan. Oh yeah, all these. Yeah, um, dude, I've honestly ever since uh the GME AMC thing, I I've closed most of my swings and I've just been day trading a lot just because there's so many like new people 
in the market, I feel like, and and like my swings weren't holding. I was in like every SPAC and I didn't like kind of what it was doing. So I sold a lot of them and I've just been day trading momentum most of the time. Um, obviously you got Hugh Henny going absolutely fuck freaking insane on uh on TRCH. Um Unbelievable. Yeah, so I, I was in that. He wouldn't let me not be in it. Wait, he, Tommy? Tommy? Yeah. I when he was talking about on the show, I got DMs on Twitter. This company is a fraud. This company's this. Everyone was blowing, not everyone. One guy was blowing me up about Torchlight, blowing me up, literally. And um, and so um, I didn't get into it. This guy was like going attacking me, and I had nothing to do with it. I don't know shit. I don't, you know. Um, yeah, he said he was. We just name. bring stocks that run 100%. That's what the power hour is about. And we deliver. Yeah, I mean, it's doing pretty good for a fraud. I don't know. He seems like he knew what he was talking about so far. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All right, so there's one. What 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 are some other names you're you're watching today? Um, today what what did I trade today? Hold on, let me pull it up. Um, I think MICT. Um, I traded today. I traded. Um, I have like a swing account and a day trade account. I day traded some torch today too. Um, yep. and then I'm swinging. Uh, I've been swinging SSPK for a while. Um, that's probably my favorite swing. I've had it since like 1050. Um. Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to be Weed Maps, and I don't think a lot of people know like all the things that uh, Weed Maps has. They own a record label. They have an events company. Um, so I think that's like a great long-term hold for me. I've had it for a while. I don't think I'm going to let it go anytime soon. Um, same with Hymns. I've had it since it was OAC yeah. at like 1050. What's it at now? Actually, I'm not looking at it right now. Yeah, like 22. Yeah. Yeah. I love this stock. Hymns Dude, was on our small cap show, man, and it was at $6, and I bought it then. I love when uh I love when like the SPACs that no one's talking about. They they seem yeah. to to react really well. Um right. Yeah. So I've been those two are, are awesome for me. I'm still holding lots. I hope lots turns around. <laughs> that that one's kind of beating Shout me up lots. a little bit. We're we're in that one in the live portfolio too. Yeah. So hopefully that one turns around and and yeah, I mean that's really it today. All right, well, let's let's go back to this TRCH a little bit. So so you you said, you know, you've got the swing trade account, you have the day trade account uh when you're day trading this thing what what are you looking for how are you figuring out when to get in or out of it etc so i'm looking for like with, with stocks like this that are kind of like hot on the day um i'll look for like the big pop and then the inevitable like big pullback and then if it has good volume and i kind of see that like you know all all the chat rooms are talking about it all everybody on twitter is talking about it you see you can kind of assume that the dips are going to get eaten up that's kind of like how i look at these like super hot stocks so I'll start scaling in on like the big pullbacks and then um, I'll sell the pops. And then I have my position in TRCH2 that I've had um, since Hugh alerted it. That's in my other account. So yep. I'll just hold that um, for the merger and and I'll just day trade, you know, kind of like the hype throughout the day on like these like kind of overhyped ones. Not overhyped, but just hyped. Yeah, the, the high energy ones, the, the, some of these fire stocks. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and let, let me ask you this. Do, do you have an air horn that you use at your shows? Dude, I do have an air horn and uh Dan has me like blow it. Um we we talk on uh we talk on voice like all day while we're trading. So yeah. I have like this little uh this like little soundboard here and uh I all like like when something goes crazy, I'll uh do it for Wait, Dan. Wait, do yours, do yours. I well now I'd have to I don't have it pulled up now. Damn it. All right. You're hey, putting me on the spot. <laughs> yeah, you got one. Yeah, what do you have it on? Do you just have like buttons in front of you that you just press whenever you're Hell yes. Yeah. Damn. I got the real buttons. Look at this. You're set up over there. Oh wow! Yeah, you man. got a whole making sure you're still set up, dude. 
and no, I I've got I even have, I got like an explicit folder. Surprise, motherfucker! Holy, yeah. Wait, we can you, cuss? Are we allowed to cuss on here? Uh, yeah, in oh, good okay. taste. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go crazy and <laughs> get you guys thrown off the air. I mean, we're we're soon gonna be not soon and in six months going to Xfinity. When we go on Xfinity, the cussing kind of comes to a a halt. But for now, let it ride. Fucking swear. <laughs> Go and if you if you're a piece of shit, I'm a piece of shit. We admit it, you know. Luke's I mean, an asshole for not coming to Florida, but he says I'm an asshole for not inviting him. It's true. It's all true. Everything's true there. But I, <laughs> both I, sides. I yeah, both sides. Both sides of that story are true. You are I didn't invite him. I'm. I didn't invite him. He's an asshole for not coming. Both sides are true. That really doesn't make any sense. But the thing I'm <laughs> gonna say, the thing I'm gonna say is society just said the word fuck's a swear word. Why? It, it solves so many things. Like, it's fuck, fucking A. Um, I had a good fuck. Uh, oh, fucking A, that hurts. Um, oh, fucking bullshit. Um, fuck me, I fucked up. There's so many uses fuck of fuck. Shit, that, I'm out. That, that I get it. <laughs> I, I, I get it that people, that people say, Jason, stop swearing. But here's the truth. Society decided many years ago that the F word, the A word, uh, at shit. Why am I even saying the A word? Fuck, asshole, shit, and all those are swear words. All right, so they're swear words. But if we didn't decide that, then they wouldn't be swear words. Like I have an 11, 9, and 4-year-old. I mean, they don't know their swear words until we say you can't say those words. If we didn't say that, then no one would treat them that way. And Mark, right. Cuban, Mark Cuban had a similar rant like this, and his only issue is when the kids go to school. That's it. So that's what I think. I think swear words are overplayed, okay? And I know I'm – not like some expert on this, but I just, I just, I don't know. The, the F word is, can be used in a lot of scenes. Like that was a fucking terrible trade. Oh, oh, you know, like, I don't know. There's Bullshit. a lot of music. Like, so that's it. That's all I got. All right. So, so Tommy, <laughs> next time that you come back on, we're going to need to get the soundboard hooked up. We'll, we'll, we'll get some cursing sounds in there and, and then we'll be good to go. Yeah. Next time I'm on here, I'll just DJ a set for you guys or something. I'll come on. I'll DJ a set um, while we trade some stuff. Dude, that would be awesome. Let's do it. All right, we well, got to set that up. Yes. All right, Zinger Nation. If you, if you guys want that, throw the one in the chat. If not, don't throw anything in the chat. Because you, don't belong here. <laughs> you don't. You don't belong here. You. You know. Yeah, you that's like what I'm have saying. Fun, then yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm I would love for him to come DJ. I would love to like have a mic in my hand while he's DJing, and I, and I sing a few words, like you know, and that would be good. Perfect. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. But, but, but Tommy, let, let me ask you this one. So, so you got started trading when, when, you know, COVID happened, right? The, the rest of the world did. How, how did you learn? Like, like what were your resources to get started? I mean, what, what were some of the early mistakes that you made advice you'd give to people who are just getting going now? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so when I start, when I started, I, I kind of got in at the time where like, you could literally put anything anywhere and wake up to like a hundred percent or 200 percent or like, like literally like, my I, I was in all the first ones like uh, GNUS. I, I had it from like whatever it was, like two dollars to like eleven dollars. I had KTOV when it like ran crazy UAVS, like every single like cult stock that went like at that time, I had them all. And I was just literally following alerts on like Twitter. You know what I mean? Just and it was working at that time. And then what happened was I developed like super bad habits and just thought that that would continue. And then I was just throwing big money at stuff. And when it stopped working, I, I blew up. I didn't blow up, but I lost like a lot of my gains. Um, and then I found, and then I became friends with like Hugh and uh, Dan and uh, PJ and a lot of the Atlas dudes. And I kind of started going through, you know, the, the educational section in that discord and the kind of like reading up on stuff and reading what, like 
why things were going as opposed to just I didn't know like what an offering was like when when GNUS had that big offering I was literally saying stuff that I was just seeing on Twitter like stop loss raid I didn't know what that meant but I was just saying it you know just thinking I was like a professional um so yeah I mean the Atlas Discord was a lot YouTube was a lot uh Hugh and my texts was a lot just like you idiot this is what you need to do what are you doing just uh you know telling me what to do and that was kind of it and then screen time I mean now it's been it's been like a year of being on my screen from LA time, 3 a.m. to 1 p.m. every single day. And I think for day trading, at least screen time is the most important thing. Like if you're in front of your screen and you're seeing how these stocks react and you're seeing how volume reacts and you can kind of see how things, you know, how what things do, then I think you have a better shot. Okay. All right. So, so, so a lot of Twitter, a lot of watching and just putting the hours into it. Yeah. Yep. And, and like you, you mentioned blowing up accounts is something that's come up like every day for the past two weeks. I think you have to do it in, in order to learn, basically. Like, like, like I don't think that like paper trading or, or just like following along works. Like, I think you need to have real money in the market and actually be sweating and blow it up in order to learn your lesson. Oh, a thousand percent. Like if it was fake money, I would have I wouldn't have learned that what I was doing was a bad idea. You know what I mean? Like I was. I was throwing way too much money at things just thinking like, oh yeah, this is, I'm going to wake up to a hundred percenter. And then all of a sudden that didn't work. And I had to kind of learn why it wasn't working. And I had to learn about scaling in. I didn't know what scaling in was. I was like, oh, I saw, you know, XYZ post something on Twitter. I'm just going to put my entire account into this because it was working for so long. And then it stopped working and I had to kind of figure out what to do from there. Yep. Yeah. I think we saw it with a lot of the Portnoy crew too. When, when they yeah, all yeah, got yeah going. exactly. It's like you buy every airline one day it stops. <laughs> uh, those could be bad days i agree all right what what was your best and your worst trade do you remember those uh i don't remember my worst trade i had a lot of of worst trades and a lot of them were just like i think it was uh is it a bus is that the the ticker a b u s i think that was a really bad one it was like running one day and i was just like all right i'm gonna scalp this and it was it was uh i was at that point where i think everybody gets where you're like all right so i've been winning on these scalps so if i just add a zero to my buy i'll make more and i did that and all of a sudden it went down and i think i lost like i want to say i lost like 10k on like one trade yeah um, it's a bad day and the worst part is i came back to it later in the day after selling it and it was like back up and like above where i had bought it at so i think that kind of made me feel even worse um and then best trade i don't know i mean trch is rocking right now for for uh trades of right now um, oh, yeah. you know I did. I, you know what I say to that man? It's bullshit that I'm not in that stock. It's dude, totally- get it? Just get it now. It's not done. Just These buy mother- it right now. Ride it with other fuckers who DM me and complain about every other trade. Fucked me up on that trade. All right, I'm out. Peace, dude. Listen, man. My my dad was deported. Man, it's never too late to to buy something. Hey, I'm they want you. you to talk about that. By the way, <laughs> about my dad being deported. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. When I was 16, that's what happened. Why he was? Uh, I don't. I I don't know, man. He was just doing stuff, and uh, he got caught, and we were illegal immigrants. Um, and they sent him away. I'm no longer an illegal immigrant, but I was. Damn. Yeah. So 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 Dan said to ask about Israel. Are are those related? Uh, yeah, that's where I'm from. I was born okay. in Israel. Um, okay, and I moved here when I was like one. You visit um, Israel a lot? Uh, yeah, I go there like every. I try to go there like probably three four times in the summer every summer because when we tour europe i'll like stop uh i'll stop like over there okay that's awesome 
Never been there. Want to. And and, and with this TRCH, I mean, Hugh's out there in the chat. Luke, you don't uh, want me to my Israel trips? I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, dude, J- Jason, you got to get in it, man. I mean, think about it. We're all in it. You got, you got, you isn't got, it, you got the late? Atlas squad on it. You got Ultra on it. You got Hugh Henny dropping more DD than isn't you've ever seen. Dude, Hugh's dropping six pages of DD a day, man. He's like every day he's got six pages of new DD. Yeah, when I listen to to, to PGIR, that's Penny's going to raw. Check out the podcast on Sunday. Yeah, baby, we're talk. a sponsor. Let's go. Hugh yeah, Henny. I heard them bring up the stock. I'm like, all right, this thing's going Monday morning or Tuesday morning. I'm like, I know it's two days away, and I know this thing is gonna. Run. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like you got. I mean, like everyone's on it. It's crazy. I mean, you see, literally, it's like we if you look at Twitter, I can't go. Even Chris Randone, Jason is saying you better get in it. Yeah, Chris Randone's in it. You got. I mean, literally, all right, all right. I just, everybody. I just bought five thousand shares. I'm in it. Prove it. Show your screen. All right, hold on. <laughs> You bought five thousand shares. I think we'd see a candle on that one. I don't know what a candle is, but like that. you know, you know what's so funny? This guy, uh, Tommy, Tommy, Tom. You remind me of Wall Street Bets. They told me to prove it. They said, "Show my screen." So well, here's the thing, man. You got to prove it. Like otherwise, how do we know? I don't lie. It's just who I am. But... Yeah, but I. But 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 uh, you're you're you know the fans don't know that. We don't know. All right, there it is. Look at that. We got him on TRCH, ladies and gentlemen. Let's fucking go. Hugh said he's na- Hugh said he's naming his firstborn child after TRCH. Do you guys, do you guys look at wait? Just keep the screen up. Um, hey, ba- Basil Naman, who didn't believe me? Do you believe me now? Press one, motherfucker. Boom. <laughs> I, I like how lit you're getting today. It's it's hilarious. I, I am lit today. I was I gonna love it. I was going to buy 10,000 shares, by the way, but I'm like thinking I'm buying at the high. I don't know a shit about this thing. So I was going to buy 10,000 shares, but I bought 5,000 because I was like, you know, whatever. And so I bought 5,000. Maybe I should buy 10,000. I don't know. I don't know what they even they do. All I know is, guys, you want to see my Twitters? You want to see my DMs? Yeah, about this? Hold, hold okay, now I'm getting texts saying maybe hey, should I buy TRCH here? I just got like four texts from people. Like, Yo, is TRCH good here? <laughs> You guys want to see my chat? Just refer him to Jason. Be like, if 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 you lose money, it's it's on this guy, Jason Raz. Yeah, exactly. I mean, on this one, I don't know shit. They look at this. Look at this TRCH. I've been blowing up. How do you find your fucking? I got so many DMs. Try try searching torch, maybe torchlight. Torch. Okay. Dude, and imagine how cool it's going to be when you can retire off a stock called Torch. When you're just like, yeah, dude, Torch. Hold yeah, on. everybody's gonna name their kid Torchy. Exactly. Right? We're gonna bring the name. Yeah, it, it, Andy Swan's gonna come back in with like the social mentions, and it's just gonna be Torchy. We're just gonna see a line straight up of, of Torchy people saying, "Hey, that's what I'm naming my kid." What have you been trading today, Luke? What have you liked? <sighs> so, so I made a big pitch on. All right, Friday. all right, here we go. Hey right. guys, here, here you go. Ready? You guys looking? Mm-hmm. Rad. Bigger. I can't see, but it could be my eyes. No, I, you, sometimes thing, things aren't that big. I'm Jewish. I don't have that big of a thing. What do you shout, mean? Shout out Build a Bear. Shout out Build a Bear. Wait, Dan's trying to call in. How does Dan call in? Dan, I, I'll, I'll send him a link. Hold on. They're sending you a link. Do you guys see this? This guy writes me people mention TRCH on Benzinger right now. Is it a dollar for you? should stop. It's a horrible company with shitty management. Just look at what Energy Credit said. We are live on the show. I can't help you, motherfucker. Okay. Sorry. Oh, no. This guy wrote. 
uh, 100% fraud, CO paid financial settlements and two prior Ponzi schemes, CFO last question number C. Okay, do you guys know about any of this Wait, shit? you have to write him back right now and say the only thing 100% about this stock is the return. <laughs> <laughs> Price, let's go. That's all you got to just say it back. The only the only thing that's 100% about TRCH is the return. Dude, I'm writing. Have you seen the return on the stock? No, Period. No, you should write back. Hey, I shorted this stock on your recommendation. Uh, you you know, owe I'm me money now. I might be getting a divorce now. Thoughts? I'm, I'm going to live in this hotel in Florida now because of you. I've shorted the stock. I have nothing left. You see what I wrote? I wrote to him. So then I wrote to Energy Credit One to see what's the story. And he said the same, this guy, who is this guy? That is Energy Credit. Well, uh, that's not the guy that originally hit me up, though. This guy, this guy, real name. He doesn't use his name. He goes, Raz, people mention this, whatever, yada, yada, yada. So then I write, and then he wrote this, okay? I don't know. That guy's putting in a lot of time to to make you think that it's a shitty stock. Uh, all right, we, we got to see. but you messed up, dude. You trusted, there he is, Dan's here. You what trusted up? that guy's DD over the boys, over You're Hugh, right. over Ultra, over PJ, uh, over Dan. You trusted uh, that guy? What what's does upsetting to me? Jason, does that guy have a Lambo? Does he have a Lamborghini? If he doesn't, you can't trust his DD. One thing, one thing that's surprising to me, Jason, is you say you don't know anything about uh, this stock, but I feel like we talked about it in our most recent podcast. So oh! It's kind of like we just. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I mean, it's been out a couple of days. I understand Valentine's Day. It would have been tough. That's know. coming from a guy with a moving. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Jason, were you with your wife on Valentine's Day? No, she was in Florida already. <laughs> Excuses are running out. I like the rose glasses. That's a nice touch. Yo, you, very, you got the Elton John thing going on right now. I love yeah. No, so I'm in it now, though, Dad. I mean, I went, you know, I, I made it, I bought a position in it. And yeah, uh, Tommy brings up a good point. I'm listening to some guy in Twitter DMing me versus leaving, listening to the guys that I love and know they know their shit. And I listen to some guy DM me on Twitter because he puts up. You some pay us to promote you and you don't even listen. We could be saying terrible things. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> all right we he's gone um but no i hear you i hear you i hear you it was a hard day for me man we lost our flag football game against your ishbia who was on your show and we we're up and even ishbia acknowledged how bad it was i didn't listen to anything i didn't call luke back luke called me on sunday i always call you back i didn't want to talk to anyone i know it sounds crazy nine-year-old football but i'm very into it so i didn't listen to shit well he's he's losing like hundreds of millions by the day every time his stock goes down so <laughs> that's yeah, how he's got him <laughs> yeah yeah well we're going to beat him in 2 weeks you matt you can mark your word my words on that one buddy all right well there he is matt yeah. you're going down what is the stock um, what is the stock at right now uh probably like low nines probably down another 3% or so What's today that, you know just knowing What's that? Are we so talking about U Dubs? Yeah, U Dubs. Oh, it's a not, oh, it's green on the day. You know, I oh. think some specs may see some reversal soon. I would, yeah. I would highly like that. Um, you know, we're seeing some of the market turn back into this, you know, boring piece of crap we always know, um, and it's not just, you know, everything's on crack. So, 
you know, maybe it's maybe it's time to go back to some safe plays like some SPACs. I know I just talked about trimming some, but I'm always ready to get back in them. Yeah, they, they, they really do pull you back in. Every day it's like, I'm done with SPACs. And then it's like, ah, you can't ignore that dip. You can't ignore the dip on I mean, you. You got a lot of them. Like, like lots is up today. Pershing Square is up today. You, you got a decent number of these SPACs that are, are getting a little bit of life. No doubt. What do you guys think about Tesla? You think Tesla's going to get back some momentum or just going to sit here around eight, eight something for a while? You know, it's kind of a difficult thing for me because it's like, do you go with what's always happened and the experts are probably going to be right, like Michael Burry is probably going to be right shorting Tesla, or do we think it's a transition to this new age where people aren't exactly investing off of fundamentals but are investing off of what – you know, they trusting Elon Musk. They think he's going to get us to Mars. I mean, they're not, in, they haven't. They think they're going to get Dogecoin to be the currency of the future. Yeah. I mean, so I don't think any, I mean, you're, you're noticing it with, if Bitcoin can do what it's doing and all the cryptos can, I mean, everyone's, no one's betting on fundamentals. They're, they're. I'm betting on, I'm betting on Tesla. <laughs> so, yeah. wait, Dan, it's not fair. I got a. <laughs> yo, yo. Oh, yo, what's up? Dude, we got him. Oh, listen, 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 listen. Hey, I got him to buy TRCH. You got to be proud of me a little bit. No, I am proud of you. I, I am proud of you. You, I think He's you're a better trader than DJ, and you're my favorite EDM DJ. Look at the plaques. The plaques don't lie. The plaques, I mean, number 63 number is one huge. EDM world. That's no a number one. That's a number one plaque, a number four plaque, and a number six plaque. We've actually gone lower in the Billboard charts every year. However, we're still in there. <laughs> the well, trend is not your friend. That's not what matters. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, he... <laughs> listen, Jason. Why buy TRCH? You know, at uh, at two dollars when oh, you can God, buy it at four twenty nine. You know what I mean? Yeah. That Hugh. That's what I, I just. So I showed you guys the DM tweets, okay? So I showed the the haters saying the CEO had a Ponzi scheme and all that shit. I showed that. Will you yeah. tell the audience? I got three messages like Jason. What is TRCH? Will you just you, you talk about on the on the podcast? Penny goes raw, goes whatever. Come on, come <laughs> at least get the name right. Penny's going in raw. raw. Are right. we on here calling it like Bernzinga? No, we know the name. <laughs> we know the name. You guys need to make like the five-minute edition for Jason, right? I threw it out in the car. It's snowy. It took me an hour to drive in today, right? You know, he, he needs a five-minute edition. You guys, you guys write up a script on it every week. That's your job. <laughs> maybe I had maybe I had two vodka lemonades. These guys here found out I was the Benzinga man, and they literally are bringing me drinks, Luke. To give them stock picks. This guy, I'm going to go down. Oh, okay. Mark my words on this. And I will send you screenshots. Mark my words. I will have $100,000 at least from these guys at the pool. <coughs> Joking. Oh, my God. He's dying. Oh, my God. We're losing him. Yeah, guys. But, uh, <laughs> I'm giving this tip out there to, to, to Zinger Nation. Just pull up Benzinga and, and you'll get free shit. I, I got free dinner last night. The, the the dude who owned the restaurant was walking past and saw Benzing on my laptop. He bought me dinner. It's great. Just say you work there and nice. you'll get Luke, you, you bring your laptop to dinner? I'm a grinder, <laughs> baby. <laughs> These goldfish are fucking killing me. All right. All right, but Hugh, tell us about TRCH. Yes. Yeah, give us listen, three things. Pitch, yeah. talk, talk to us about the stock, et cetera. Listen, there's a few important details here. One, they're not going to be an oil company anymore. 
Okay, by June 31st, they will have sold all of their oil assets after they they have no more debt. Okay, that's that's a one key thing is that as of today, they have no more debt, they have no more liens. So all of their assets are now can be, you know, thrown off and they can be sold off um, even for pennies on the dollar. You know, their balance sheet said, I think, 33 million in assets. Um, you know, all of that goes to a special dividend right back to shareholders um, and they have to sell it by J- June 31st. So that's the what, what what's that thing. special dividend going to be roughly? It depends. They have to, you know, I mean, they have to pay, you know, the executives, like there's a whole line, but even if they get, you know, let's call it, um, you know, even if they get 5 million, you know, which would be nothing compared to the 33 million. The other thing is that oil's running right now. Oil's at a 13 month high that, that helps these assets, you know? So it, it they're going to pay market, you know, let's say that it goes on the market value. They're going to pay a good penny, or even if they don't pay a good penny and we only get, you know, a third of the, um, of the 33 million, you know, that's a good chunk um, to, to pay back to the special dividend. And the other thing, because I don't really care about the special dividend, um, to me, it's like, okay, a company can only do a dividend if they can do the dividend. You know, it's not a requirement. There's no requirement. In fact, 90% of the stocks that we trade in, you know, FinTwit trades is uh, it, or stocks that don't have that can't do a dividend. So that's how I look like th- what they're doing is that they're transitioning. They're using TL, um, TRCH to be able to uplist and they're going to spin it off and create a completely new, um, you know, renewable energy company. And I think that that's, 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 I think the real benefit here. But instead Jason's going to listen to the random kid in his Twitter that lives in his mom's yeah. basement. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's a true story. I'll admit being wrong. And <laughs> in the chat i'm short goldfish too i almost died yeah you almost i'm glad you're back Jeez. <laughs> i'm back so i'm gonna go down to the pool and i'm gonna i'm gonna this is what i was gonna say to you is <clears throat> i'm gonna get the receipt the print screen of the guys buying the stock and i'll post it to my twitter and you guys will see yeah Love that. i'm gonna have a hundred thousand dollars purchased Wow, so it's up a good bit. They're trusting you a lot. They're gonna be like, "Wow, it's a 22 year old kid that lives where and does what exactly?" And the <laughs> podcast name is, "Huh?" Yeah. <laughs> At least yeah, you- I, I was thinking about names. I'm like, maybe we need a more conservative show, you know. And I was like, you know, so you know, Penny's going in double wrapped, you know. Like we we need a, like a more conservative version of the podcast. Q, can you mohawk <laughs> your hair right now? Like if you wanted to, I could probably you, like- could. I was just looking at that. Probably you should rock to. the mohawk and the stash. Uh, yeah, every stash. day at the market stop, we're rocking the mohawk. Uh, but aside from TRCH, I mean, not to, I know this is all Hugh knows right now, but um, is there anything else besides TRCH? Because that is, I mean, are, what if there's burnout in TRCH, Hugh? Is there anything else in that in that yeah. brain up there? Yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, one of the things that I loved about TRCH was that it, it's, it was undervalued. Now we're looking at it and it's $3 higher, $3 per share higher than the initial, you know, price. So now we're just playing with like house money. So, um, you know, and I mean, my real money. And, yeah. But pff, you got enough. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, like even, even something we usually talk about and even talked about yeah. here, EQOS, you know, even touching that 20 mark again. Uh, yeah. and I think the first time I mentioned on here, it was around 13, $14 and now right. it's over. You know, it's just one of those Bitcoins. And I think it's even, it's hit 21 the first time it hit like 
40k or something crazy with bitcoin if you want to pull up those concurrent charts but uh you know yeah. a lot of those bitcoin sympathies uh you can find the ones that are lagging a little bit behind for a nice day trade yeah i mean i was holding ante and i mean now that's hitting five so that's another double i mean all these you know anything that mentions bitcoin it feels like 2017 again you know it just skyrockets yeah, all right that, i think that's enough winners where jason is going to listen to the episode this week Perfect. Thank you. You gotta listen. You gotta listen. I will. will. We're giving you gold. Yeah, we got we got Ripster forty seven interview. We got him coming on on Wednesday. We just recorded it yesterday for his birthday. It was his birthday yesterday. Happy belated Ripster. It's crazy that he's giving gifts out on his own birthday. Yeah, gifts of knowledge to the people. Are you guys? Would you guys be offended if I listened at one point five speed? Nah, nah. It may be like hard to understand some of the things he says. I have to listen. Yeah, but. No, I think I think it. Uh, you know, the effort's what counts. Listen, Jason, Jason, do me a favor. All right, while you're at it, add some Vissel at four thirty-one. Four thirty-one. Yeah, add some Vissel at four thirty-one. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. And V-I-S- some that's V I S L Victor India Sandy Lima. That that's the. How much you want me to buy? I mean enough. Yeah, I mean I got a I got a I got a little stash over here. I got a little little stash over here of my own. Uh, I mean, I, I have a good chunk. Uh, I'm waiting maybe one more flush out and then I'll go in real big. But, you know, I mean, I, I like where we're at right now. Why? Yeah, so both Vissel and comms, that's C-O-M-S, they're both drone play companies. Vissel actually had 18 cameras inside the – I mean, at the Super Bowl, and they were getting multiple angles. Um, you know, they work with Sony. Um, Sony has massive cameras. They're one of the only ones that, to have 8K cameras. And uh, what Vissel does is that they're a wireless broadcasting um, camera. And so what they did was when when I first came across Vissel a few years ago, they were a drone company purely for the government. So they were making, you know, drones um, for satellite usage and, and stuff like that for the government. Now they got a whole new CEO. They got a whole new management team and they've transitioned into broadcasting. So kind of like UAVS was a um, kind of like UAVS was actually a crop scanning drone system so that means that what they would do is that they would go to farms in like kansas and they would and they would scan it for heat sensors kind of like where needed more water and then they transitioned to commercial drones and uh you know commercial package delivery and now the stock's almost a billion dollar company and that's what i kind of think Vissel's doing now um the ceo has done three different companies now where he's taken them sub 300 million dollar market cap and made given them over revenue within three years of billion dollar revenue, and then he sold them off to bigger companies. And I think that that's going to be the endpoint goal. But for me right now, they just did an offering. They have tons of cash. They do, they um you know they don't have any more debt. And I think that what we're going to see is with them is that we're going to see follow on contracts. So the first contracts always like you know like the first date. You know you t- you take them to the movies, but there's nothing after that. It's a two hour date. And then you start getting the follow-on contract, which is where you see the boost in revenue, and uh, you know you start to see some major partnerships. And that's why I like Vissel and Comms. You know, I mean, the Biden administration most of their most of the things that the Biden administration wants to focus on has run. So we're talking about EVs, we're talking about weed, we're talking about solar, um, but drones have not. Drones have not really had that push, and I think that if we start to see different um you know legislation comes out or you know different lobbyists start to come out then um you know i think that this is just going to be something where we start to see the market cap go from 300 million to a billion etc 
Okay, so two two quick and, and re- real quick for everybody. CCIV just got halted limit up. CCIV halted limit up. I don't Whoa. see news on it yet. Yeah, is I know. It, I'm like a hater on that stock. Is, too. is it bring the news up? Are they confirmed? Is it confirmed the deal? I don't see uh, anything. Uh, okay, uh, here here it is. Here's the news. Boom! Benzinga Pro delivering as always. Let's go. Wow. Uh, but yeah, but there but is. yeah, there it is. Uh, if you're not uh, using Motors, Benzinga Pro, you suck. All right, our puts, our puts are Motors not looking deal. good. God damn it, you guys. Basically, Reuters is saying the deal's going to happen with Lucid. All right? So the stock's going to 55 if that happens. Whew. I own it. I, own I still got my puts. I own yeah, we still, me, me and Dan are riding dirty. We have puts. We don't believe in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I thought this thing was fucked you a little bit. I own warrants. Wait. So, I, so you, you got four wait. minutes. It's going to reopen. 145 is when this You got to talk faster, Luke. You got to talk faster. Heal. Listen. So I yeah. used to do AVAV. That's Aero Environment. There was the first drone thing. General Atomics, not public. I used to be on, in those stocks. They didn't yeah. move. Like, they didn't move for a while. So then I got in lithium. I own a lot of lithium. But I think you're right on the on the. I think you're right. So I'll buy this Visilink. I didn't think they did drone shit. You're saying they do? They do. Oh yeah, no, they do drones. So so right now their their biggest partner is Homeland Security. Um, but like I said, is that they're really transitioning more into the broadcasting. Um, more into the broadcasting center, which is, you know, I mean, a huge multi-billion dollar sector. And the drones is still going to be a huge part of their business, um, but they really want to diversify a little bit and not just be. Because one of the things that that um, Mickey Miller, the new CEO, touched on was that, and, and this is a great point. Mickey Miller? Is that his name? That's his name. That's his I name. I love that. Can we get Mickey Miller on? Elvis yes. Fuck he loves yeah. interviews. He loves interviews. Yeah. Um, what do you call it? one of the things that he touched on was that the good and the bad about you know doing government contracts is that they're so stable. So you know once you get the government contract, okay, great. But the dip, the the thing is that the growth potential is small. So what they really want to do is that they want to outbranch and they want to start doing more broadcasting. So they've been with the Dude, Super Bowl. You told me I'm buying right now. Ready? <laughs> bye bye bye. Okay. Okay, <laughs> Mike. Where's Tommy? Say it, Tommy. Say it. I really hope that uh. What, what am I saying? You must say prove it. You don't believe me? Oh, no, you got Of course, it. fucking prove it. But you haven't bought it yet. I'll say it after you buy it. <laughs> Let me know once you buy it, then I'll tell you. To Wait, Tommy, it. I thought he was lying too. Of course you thought he was lying. I thought he was lying. Of course you thought he was lying. I didn't think he was serious, but he was, and I like it. Boom, there Boom. it is. Let's go. Look at that. Wow. We either potentially made you a lot of money or lost you a lot of money today. Hey, tomorrow, tune in tomorrow to find out. You I never. Just so you know, I never trade like this. Whoever's watching, I never trade like this. I'm trading one-handed. I'm eating my lunch. Trade your plan. Yeah, trade. <laughs> <laughs> trade we only trade like this. This is how. This is the only way we trade. One-handed that eating food. Eight thousand shares of Visilink bought. And yes, Brian Penny, there is more nickel than lithium in Tesla batteries. That is correct. I'm a lithium expert. If you ever want to talk about it, Brian, I'll give you an education course one day. Yeah, right. if you were so, wondering what Jason's typical lunches are, we just learned it's goldfish. No, it's not. It's Reese's peanut butter cup stuff too. <laughs> Valentine's Day. That's what it is. Love that. Okay. All right. All right. It's been fun, guys. I gotta All be right. the, the, let's get back to reality. Guys. We love you guys. Thanks for having us. All right. Hanging out. See ya. Tommy, yeah. premiere appearance. Next time we're you're gonna do a set, we'll trade. It'll be hella fun. It'll be awesome. All right, thanks, guys. I think bye. Right, bye, Tommy. Again. Luke, I just think I like was this crazy, man. What do you think? Yeah, I mean that's the power hour, baby. This is not pre-market prep. We're here to deliver. This is the Ex- stock idea thing, and, and we're not just talking heads. We put our money where our mouths are. If Live accounts have- every single day. Luke, I would say if you don't have energy, you don't come on the show. 
And I just spent $60,000 in trades and stocks I'm not too familiar with. And by the way, I did it all public. There wasn't like me not being public about it. So don't think I'm like, I bought these before the show. I didn't. I didn't own any of that, whatever the other stock was. I didn't own any of this. And it was all, you got the same time I got. But Luke, how the fuck are you at the office right now? I'm a, I'm a trooper, man. I power you there? Uh, no, you got me. You got Garrett, uh, Spencer, Israel. That's uh, it's a, like Jungle Bronson. Seriously? Yes. We got a foot of snow, guys. My car got stuck in the driveway. This is this is how committed I am to deliver for you guys. My car got stuck in the driveway early as hell in the morning. I pulled out a shovel, dug, and rocked it, and then finally got on my way here. Hey, Luke. Yeah. Can you get can, can you get a BTN chart on the screen, Luke? I'll get a BTN chart. Uh, I'm gonna do a C CIV chart, and we've got our next guest, and we have a crypto show at two o'clock, and we got a biotech show like coming up this afternoon. So so yes. You need a job. CIV. Make us money, then you can have a job, Nick. What, what do you want to tell you? Then BTN, and then our next guest. Boom! Give me the cash register right now, Luke. Let's go. Boom. I gave you guys that at 249, and we're there, and I'm not selling. I haven't sold. So that's it. Hey, Luke. Let's we have another Tiger check, too. Luke, oh, have my God. Tiger 22. Oh, my God. Luke, how, Luke, are they a customer of us yet? Tiger? Yes, they are. When are we upselling them? What's going on? That's what we need to work on. I mean, Tiger, I we need to be Friday. Hey, hey, if you guys are E-Trade users, you want Benzinga swag, send an email to E-Trade and say, we would love Benzinga news on your site. So we're the vendor behind like behind like JP Morgan, Webull, Public, Ameritrade, TradeStation, Interactive Brokers. We don't have E-Trade as a customer. We need E-Trade as a customer or we're going to die. So if you guys are listening, you're an e user, hit the support thing and say, please add Benzinga News to your service. And then send an email to Power Hour at Benzinga with your address, with it, with your address and your shirt size, and we'll send you Benzinga swag. We need to be on E-Trade. We need your help. Send yes. that to Fidelity or, as well. Or if you own shares of Morgan Stanley. What? You own Morgan Stanley. If they add Benzinga News, the stock is going to 100. Yes. And I'm sick of this 76. Own, if you own Morgan Stanley, email Morgan Stanley. They need Benzinga News. For that matter, any brokerage you have, you send a screenshot to us by the end of day today, Power Hour at Benzinga. We will send you T-shirts. We'll send you track jackets. We'll send you it all. But you got to write not one sentence. You got to say, Benzinga News really helps me through my trading day. Please add it or I'm going to move my account. make more else. money from Benzinga News than anything else out there. Yes. And Brian Penny, I fucking love you. Thank you, man. That was awesome, Brian Penny. Thank Boom. you. All right, Jason, you ready to bring our next guest on? I'm ready, but look, do you have to go do some work? You want me to take it? What do you want? Uh, if if you want to do the crypto show at two as well. Who's crypto at two? Catherine and somebody. I can do it. I mean, I, I just don't, I just, uh, you I, you got on at 1210, so I didn't know, I thought I was doing the later stuff, but you hung out. So I, I, I came on later, not that I was late to the show. I was planning on coming out at 1235 after landing and then take the 1235 to 110, but then you stayed because your boys were on. And I get it. You don't want to leave your bro, you know, bros before yeah, hoes. Yeah, you know, bros before hoes. That's what I, you know. Yep. Maybe that's inappropriate to say on this thing. That's not right. Okay. I apologize. Edit that out. Producer Aaron, edit that out. Okay. I'm just saying you got to be with your boys before you like go random, you know, elsewhere. I, that's all I'm saying. There's no, no offense taken yep. there. Okay. And, that, and we're getting comments that this is the best show you've ever seen. We want this to be the best stock market show. Subscribe. We do this all day, every day. 
But all right, ideas. Kevin. Because we want to bring ideas. We are here for ideas for you guys to make money over anyone else. That's why we're here. If you don't make hey. money, then leave. Like, that's it. You got to make money. Hey, Kevin Trades, I you heard all hear? about you. I hear you. I hear okay. you. You have a hat on. I'm on, I'm on my phone, so, like, because uh, I wasn't prepared for this. Oh, okay. We'll see you later. Kevin will come back on another day. He's not ready for this. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm oh, good. I just, we're prepared for it. I wasn't prepared for it because I was going to use, like, my mic and everything. But if you can hear me, then you're good. I can hear you. But if you need to get your makeup done or something, like, I don't yeah. have a problem with it. Good. Are you ready to go? Yeah, just watching CCIV run like a. Yeah, 54. What's that? Give me real time. 54 50. halted again. Fuck yeah! Let's go! I own no, more than that thing. At 11. At 11. What? Yeah, I even posted it on my Instagram because I, I like to post like about stocks. Like I just like to like. Why don't you post on the trade ideas page? For the, we gave out $5,000 last week to the best performers last week on trade ideas. On Bazika Pro? I've been. No. A, no, no, go to Benzinga.com slash trade dash ideas. We give out five thousand dollars sometimes per week to the best performing uh person with the best thing. Okay. What? That's crazy. Yeah. Dude, if I'm making money, I want other people to be making money. Like that's it. I don't need this money. I want enough money to be able to get food on the table and get my wife to not bother me. That's about it. Yeah, look at this trade ideas page. I scroll down like three trades, two twelve. Long TRCH. If you're on this page, you made a lot of money. I see it now. You put their trades, and our guy, um, Aaron, he goes in, and we give out $1,000. You get out $500. You get out $5,000. I want to give out $50,000 by the end of April on this page. You guys get in these or no? I'm in them. Have you been watching, Kevin? Kevin, I, I lost you. I've been watching the past 30 minutes. So it's, it's been hilarious. Did you watch me make those trades? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you, I mean, my money is where my mouth is. I mean, I'll show my account. I don't care anymore. I'll show my account. I'm done with caring about shit anymore. All right, but but Kevin, what are you doing with CCIV? Stocks reopened, fifty-four bucks right now. Like, how are you managing this thing today? You just letting it ride? You're gonna get out of it? Oh, I I can't. Let me show you something. Let me show you. So these are my holdings. I have like it's my my whole portfolio for my long term is like its own like. ETF, essentially. Um, I have literally like 60, 50, 60 names. I don't want. I don't know if I should share the screen because I, I can't. Like my my account number is in here, so I have. I share mine. But sure. I like. Hey, Kevin, if you're shy, if you're shy, it's okay. I make up for you and I because I'm not shy, so it's okay. I like to play a lot of like uh, speculative speculative plays on my long term. Only because I'm trying to outperform the S&P 500 by by a lot. So this month, I mean, I've got like a, it's, I'm up around 27% for January. They haven't updated February yet. But Kevin, why don't you join our hedge fund? Huh? You should join the hedge fund. We got getting started. I mean, had a hedge fund thing going on. Let me know if I qualify. Yeah. No, no. I'm saying it's one of the pickers of the stocks, not as uh, a investor. No, yeah, I'm definitely going to look into that now that you say that. Yeah, it's called the VZ cap. We're limited to 50 million first uh, raise. We got 32 accounted for. And we're just going with like, yeah, because we're just, I'm tired of all these big boys. How do you guys look? Small boys. How is it weighted? Like, let's say, you know, for example, if there's like a, a what? A Kevin, 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 let's talk about you. We'll talk about the weighting to stuff later. All I know is the weight that I have on me is too much. Uh. Luke, I'm trying to lose it for a while. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what do you guys want to talk about? All right, what's the next CCIV? 
What, what's your next hot play? PIV. I actually, actually got. I was actually prepared for this. I'm actually looking at a lot of things. I'm looking at, for example, SOS. I was looking at Torch, two Torch. I mean, I got it at like a 174, but I don't have like a particular reason as to why I bought it. I saw that the volume was like really crazy last week still. And it was like a Twitter play, you know, when you follow one of those big boys on Twitter and they just tweet about it. And I, I kind of did my little research. Yeah, that was but, the dudes were just on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just that. I didn't really like, I don't really have anything to say about Torch other than the fact that I got a 174. It's up 146%, but I only spent like $1,000 on it. So it's not even whatever. But as far as like my own positions that I'm in, I'm in like skills, workhorse, space, uh, DraftKings. For example, like DraftKings. Um, are you guys in DraftKings? Yes. I'm not. So I'm in I, pen. I'm I, way better in the pen though. First of all, like I really love Arc, like Arc Invest, and like I, I'm like I always look at everything they're literally buying because they, they, you know how it's like actively managed, so they usually like update it like every week or sometimes every month, but. They they bought they have like 1.4 million shares, and um, it's worth like 87 million. And then you know you guys know how um, DraftKings was literally. Well, you have her say the... that's my friend. She's coming on the show March 4th for an hour, baby. One on one with the Raz man. I want a. Uh, I, I got cut out of that one. I want an internship. I'll get you one if you want one. She's my really, she's my friend. How do you do that? Yeah, um, I think I mean, according to like research, right? The online gambling market, its size by twenty twenty seven can be like one hundred and twenty seven billion. So that's a lot. And my opinion, I mean, like it's already kind of like culturally approved um, with the mobile devices. It's easily accessible. I mean, they can always get celebrity endorsements to push this thing even higher than what it is now. Why don't you like Penn? Huh? Why don't you like Penn National? No, Penn is good too, but I mean, I feel like DraftKings. I don't know. I don't, that, that's a good question, but I I just really like DraftKings. Like I just I Michael hear you. is on the board, right? So what? Is Michael on the board of Penn, right? And Disney. No. So what? Penn, right. Disney owns six percent of DraftKings, so Disney owns ES, ESPN. Um, and the whole blockchain thing that's going on. You know how blockchain is. Getting really but big. Disney, this Kevin, Disney doesn't own any of Benzinga. And Benzinga works at Portnoy, so. And, and Benzinga is probably the biggest rocket ship out there. I mean, yes. let's face it. Let's face it. I, look, I have, I have my tab. I have my Benzinga tab on. Yeah, but you don't even use the good pages. Wait, wait. Sure, no, I want to see. What, what what do you use on Benzinga? What, he has what, a what trade ideas. I use Benzinga Pro. You use Benzinga Pro. Pro.benzinga.com. Shout out. Two-week free trial. Let's keep it going. Hey, if you're if you're listening to the stream right now, you're listening to Kevin Trades. Please do me a favor and follow Kevin Trades on Instagram or Twitter and get him an internship with Kathy. He wants one. Let's help him. But more importantly, if you're on the show, please share this live feed with your social media on Facebook. We have 1,300 people here right now. I want to see you go to 1,400. 1186 on YouTube. We're, we're talking oh, okay, in like five minutes. Bitcoin 50k. Bitcoin 50K show is coming on. You guys, he has dialed into CCIB. Look at that. Look at the Benzinga Pro. I love it. You're the man, Kevin. How do we find Kevin? Luke? Oh. I didn't even existed. Producer Aaron, AB. Shout out AB. Yeah, baby. What? Oh. Give a trip. Oh, Kevin, give a trip. Guys, his insight on like solar, too. Now that I'm here. Um, what well, do you guys solar? Think about that? 
Yeah. I've been, you guys know um, ENPH, right? I don't know if you can pull the chart up. Um, End phase. Yeah, we'll get it up. 60 cents, what, fucking two years ago. Now it's in the S&P 500. Uh, All right, here's the two year on that one. Yeah, that's nice. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, like I was like working in the solar industry a few years ago and I saw this at like $8, $8, $9. And I but you gotta can, give it all right. What what's the next hot solar one though? I think it can continue. I mean, uh, next era, first solar. Um, those are the two good ones. I mean, so, so, so FSLR. What and what's the other one that you gave? Next era energy. So NEE. Wait, NEE, right? There we go. Yeah. Two E's. Yeah, those are good. I mean, the solar market is expected to be at like $23 billion by 2025, I think. And um, it's, uh, it, it's, it's literally in every single state in the United States, like the, in terms of market, like it's very, the market is huge. Um, Apple, Amazon, Google, Walmart, they, they already invested in solar. They already have their own uh, facilities. Like Apple is actually... Um, 100% of Apple's global facilities are clean energy. Yeah, that's actually a cool little fun fact. All right. And, and, and Dennis S. in the chat just tricked me. Come on, Dennis. He said, CCIV tanking the stock is $54 right now. Is it down from 55 Sure. Oh, no. It, it just dumped. It had a, like a major sell-off from 50 all the way down to freaking 46 So are, are, you, sit, are you sitting in it? Or, I mean, you're, you're in it from 11 I wouldn't touch this thing up here. I mean, it, it's it already got the news. I I I wouldn't touch it. But where are you at? Like for me, I, I mean, I, I'm not even in the play right now. Other than my my shares that I'm holding, like I'm not day trading this right now. Like I don't want to day trade this. This looks like something. It's very like if you're day trading something like this, that's very because it's already it's almost like one of those things where it's like you kind of buy on the rumor, you sell on the news. So I'm just waiting to, for a point where I can just kind of average down. And I have some, I have some options expiring in um, April on CCIB. I haven't even checked that yet. Yeah. Let's talk about that one for a second. So you said buy the rumor, sell the news that that's something that, that I'm a long time believer in. Uh, uh, basically what it means is when, when news is rumored to come out, that's when the stock runs. When the news actually comes out, we get confirmation. We often see sell off. That that's why I don't like this thing up here. Is is all right. The the stock's already gone from ten to 50, 55. I mean, it the the report out today it, it basically is saying that the deal is going to happen. Um, you get a, you get the confirmation of that deal. Could it go higher? Maybe a little bit. Let's say it does fall through, it's going to go lower. I mean, e even if it does get done, I mean, it could just be hanging out here. Yeah, but but people also have to to understand. Just look at everyone who bought at 12, 16, 24, 32, 40. And you're over here trying to buy it at 60. Like, though, like, you know, it's almost common sense that people are going to take their profits. It's, it's our, the news is already out. You know, now we know. Now we know. Now it's like, okay, how many, how many cards are they going to come out with? Like, how much, how profit, how profitable are they expecting to be at this point? Right. So, yeah. Um, and this one's merging with Lucid Motors, if you don't know that. Hey, lucid I, Motors. I've been in the car already. You've uh, been in the car already? Wait, was it sweet? Come on. You got to open with that. I live in LA and it's, um, if you go to Century City Mall, they have a, uh, it's right next to, you know what's crazy? It's right next to a Tesla. It's right next to a Tesla. Like they have a Tesla here and a Lucid here. And it's like, right. well, the two, like they look very like different. And I think I like Lucid better because it's more, it's more luxury oriented. 
Okay, so you're a luxury guy. Okay. But the car was sweet. No, the car is sweet. It's really nice. That's what I would no, imagine. It's like small. It's like one of the smallest. Um, I don't know what that thing is called. But a um ASIC ACIC is one I'm looking at. Atlas Crest Investment Group. Um, they entered. They entered like a bit a business agreement with Archer, which develops all electric vehicle uh, vertical takeoff and landing aircrafts. So it's they're into like the urban air mobility space. It's it might it might turn into they say it might turn into like a one trillion dollar industry, and United Airlines invested into Archer. Okay, yeah, see that's that's interesting. Okay, all right, I'm gonna bitch about this for a second. We had the opportunity to break that news and nobody responded to the email, the PR email. Actually, I was the only one who responded. None of our editorial people jumped on it. Come on now. We'll get better. All right, Kevin, it's been fun, man. It's time for us to move to crypto. We got the the Bitcoin run. We got to do some crypto. I'm gonna, you know, play some some music to get us hyped up. But Kevin, man, thanks thanks for hopping out with us. No problem, no problem. Yeah. All right, let, let's go. Let's bring Catherine onto the stream. Round of applause for Catherine. Like the stream, hit subscribe, share the stream. If you want us to keep doing this, we we need to get more viewers on here. Let's go. All right, Catherine, I've been standing for two hours. Let me just play like, you know, like a little bit of music, move around, get the blood flowing, okay? For sure, yeah. Let's just... (laughs) Oh, it's Patrick Israel's coming, okay.